like, what the fuck is like? Who programmed that answer? Yeah. You know, for how do you feel about it? How do you feel about your, you know, yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I asked. I asked Alexa. Um, who are you? You want to know what the fucking response was? Alexa was like, I know who I am. You know, you know, you know this isn't is weird. in my life and a lot of that a lot of that comes back to this right here because I never knew how much I was taking human interaction for granted like real human interaction like this type um but people are gonna be like there's something going on at Earl's job <laughs> because this is because this has been like I don't know how many pods I've talked about me thinking about work and the relationship that you have with work and the moral implications, right? Like of just like the inner moral implications of doing what your job is and feeling like maybe your ethics, your code of ethics mm-hmm. don't align with that. And, but having to go into this place of lunacy every day to try to make money. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it's, you find yourself in a lot of just very distant conversations with people. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's for someone like me that thrives on real human connection. It's a very, very weird space to be in a corporate space with people for a long periods of time, having some cool conversations, a lot of pseudo conversations, a lot of weird just just people up and down with life and they're like cool one day and they're not the next and i feel like especially where you work i mean that's just yeah <laughs> that's a as they a call variety it, of people as they call it it's the uh, nature of the beast mm-hmm. um so it's a very very interesting thing and so i truly i know i'm very romantic in my speech uh, but I really mean that I feel like I walk into a different realm when I go there. Like it's so different than what my regular life is in regards to how I engage with other human people. It gets very, very different. That makes me think of, um, have you heard of the show severance? No, it's on Apple TV and okay. essentially it's, People who go work at this job, and I guess they like signed up for it beforehand. They know what they're getting themselves into. But as they go, you know, up the elevator, it's I don't even know how they do it. But they for completely forget about their outside world, kind of who they are, any anything that has to do with their personal life. They only so it's like when they leave work, they're detaching themselves from work. Uh, yeah, so it's like about that, but that kind of. It's like you're going into this new that's interesting. universe when but you go to work and it's oh, very different. Well, that seems like something worth investing in. Right? Like if they, I don't know exactly what technology they have in this in this show severance, but if you could make some sort of portal like you were walking through a metal detector, except you actually walked into like a different place or it sort of Again, gave you amnesia, sort of like that men in black neuralizer, like, and it just wiped that part of your memory or that part of your life. And then you were able to go into work. And since you're there and you don't have that outside shit, 
you're just focused on that job. Like I would imagine that would boost productivity crazily because you're just, I mean, there were definitely a lot of uh, other underlying issues with it. I mean, like they're not allowed to leave the job. So you have one lady who kind of figures out and she's like, I don't like, I don't want to do this anymore. So she's trying to write notes to herself, like go home, like never come back kind of stuff. But they can, if you have like a note in your pocket or you wrote something on your arm, they've got like too much technology. And so they know she tried, um, to hang herself in the elevator one time. Yeah. Then, cause as soon as you go down then it, you're completely detached. Uh-huh. So yeah, no, it'd be cool to invest in that if you weren't like literally a yeah. prisoner. Yeah. Cause I'm just, th- yeah, you're right. Cause I'm yeah. just thinking about like <laughs> the positive aspects, like for a lot of people that leave work and I was having this conversation with, with the young lady today, actually. Um, and how it's very, very difficult for people to detach from their jobs. Uh, people leave their jobs and they're still at their job in their mind. They're bringing their work home. And they're just mm-hmm. they're just thinking about I've known people to tell me that they wait a minute, this may even happen to me. <laughs> Is this your story? <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely heard from a guy that he started having night terrors. He got in some leadership position like a manager, and I suppose the amount of emails he was getting text messages he was getting people just calling his phone um the amount of time he could no longer hang with his fiance at the time hang with his family which was very important to him like there was just so many things he had just swallowed up his life mm-hmm. and so he would just start waking up thinking about something that had happened that day or some hypothetical scenario from work and he would just wake up in cold sweats like really fucking thinking about work like it was it's not Re- ideal. No, man. Like it was stressing him <laughs> yeah. the fuck out. And that happens to a lot of people. It's very difficult for people to get outside of that. Yeah. And that like that's one thing that we talk about talk about a lot as, you know, somebody studying social work. Self-care is such a huge thing. You you have to detach yourself yeah. from that kind of field of work going home because then you're gonna have all these kind of issues. But I feel like there's like pros and to to this idea of being able to do that. Pros and cons of both. Because at the same time, going to work and having just like your work friends, like that's your work family, Mm. but like that's it. Like you can go in, you can vent to them about stuff that's going on and it's not like going anywhere. It's just kind of I don't know. I feel like there's pros and cons. See that's the thing is is that I, I do this so much and I like this so much. I just the other types of conversations are lesser versions. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this is, I do this. Like, so the, the conversations I'm having there are just much lesser. I feel like you just have, they're just like little, if you picture them as just little mini snippets of a pod, just at different times throughout your day. Not, not less. Um, I, I like that idea. And I think that. And you know what? And I think that that's right. I think that that does happen. And I thought about that earlier today as I was walking through work because there was some bullshit that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. Just some of the stuff there is just so stupid. Uh, and then, and then I found a few people in that because there's so many people that work there, mm-hmm. like hundreds of people that work there. So then I found some people that I like, and you know that are, that are cool, like decent humans, and having. Very cool conversation with them really does. I mean, I don't hold a grudge. So, like, I don't stay in the pocket of being upset for too long because there's just too much going on out here in the mm-hmm. world. Like, for me to just, you know, harp on what this one thing. 
Um, but I'll tell you, talking with people in a just a cool setting is so energizing for me. It's so energizing for me. I, lo- I just I love it. It's so cool. And I because I know that there is a place that you can go where I know that for me, I feel like expression has always been very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that in what people would like to say, the real world, you can't just be yourself. Right. Okay, so I don't want to be a part of the real world. <laughs> like I, I, I want to be a part of Earl's world, <laughs> right? Like that's yeah, because I, I, just, I don't want to. I think that it's a very, very weird world that we live in. In that things are not more honest. I understand reasons as to why things are mm-hmm. not, but it's just I understand that like social pressures and financial incentives get in the way but it's just it's such a just a weird like if you're at work let's say you're in a you're in a relationship right and you are you have family you have friends if you're in those relationships and this is not the type of relationships that i'm in and you have an issue with that person there's just something that needs to be spoken about i should be able to speak to you about that thing because i know that's going to be the quickest way that we can get to some resolve, Mm -hmm. right? Which is going to make you better. It's going to make me better. It's going to make the situation better. All boats are going to rise on the same tide, right? But in the workplace, you can't, Mm. you can't do that. Like it's not conducive to a place of just having a reasonable, vulnerable discussion because there are too many legalities and, and pride and sabotage and just weird and egos involved to really do that you like and just rules general rules and etiquette that does not yeah. really allow you to do that so you have to if you know that you have to consciously walk in to a place of encouraged lunacy <laughs> <laughs> like like that is you're not wrong you're not yeah like exp- <laughs> explain it to me differently no like, i think that was worded perfectly so so that's the life that you live until you can figure something else out and build something for yourself where you can get out of that mm-hmm. and be free. So when I say that these conversations are like the bolstering, you know, my expression and being able to just know there people that you can sit down with and have a good time and relax and be yourself and they can be there themselves. And you can just talk and chat and just it's very, very uh, just freeing for me to do that. Very free. Well, that's good. I mean, but yeah, I, I, that's the end of my range. I understand <laughs> that. Just maybe other conversations, like I said, other conversations aren't lesser. They're just, cause if you took those same people who you were talking to at work and put them here, it'd be, I mean, you would think that'd be a better conversation. Yes. Well, <laughs> Absolutely. But it's it's, it's not... the building that encourages the bullshit. They're all regular humans. Like once they go out and they have a drink or they smoke a joint or they're just like hanging out with you at fucking the park. I'm certain they're like, they're right. much okay, better so people. I guess what I'm getting at is it's not, I guess the, when you say that those conversations are lesser in my head, I'm thinking like, Oh, well you like the person you're talking to is making it like a lesser conversation, no. but if you took them to a different place, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just not the that place yeah. is not conducive for that. Like it doesn't breathe. It breathes right. the opposite. Right. Of it. If anything, you're you're scared. You're 
if you've been in the industry long enough, someone has done some shady shit to you. So you don't you start mm-hmm. to become untrusting. Yeah. And you're having conversations with people like you trust them, but you know they don't. But you know you don't, and they know that yeah. you know, <laughs> right? Like it's just like they're very very weird. Like moments of eye contact with people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, uh, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, I was, I was talking to someone about the, again, my love for this is cause I guess that's all I really talk about. And, um, I was like, one of the reasons I do this, cause I don't know if I've really expressed this as the, like to this degree is because there is no other. This is dying off. Mm-hmm, for sure. People just sitting down and talking to one another is dying, it's dying off. Um, so that's one. Two, even when you call a friend up, and we will just go hang out somewhere else next time, right? I'm not going to drag you in here every time. I am always happy to hop on a pod. I love, don't even, I love don't doing even. these. Because if, if I came here and we didn't do this, like we would just be out there talking. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Like, we hang out, like, we're going to be talking. Facts, that, yeah, you know. that was a nice little walk we took, though. Mm-hmm. Very uh, pretty. I did, I did enjoy Very that. Very pretty. Um, uh, what was I talking about? Um, oh, yeah. So, Why you love yeah, it. yeah, right. So, forgetting a lot of stuff recently. <laughs> anyway, but I, because when you hang out with a friend and you're like, hey, let's go hit the bar, let's go to a coffee shop and chat and catch up. That's nice. Love coffee. Get a little Danish or some shit like that. <laughs> or maybe a little, for me, I'll get a little slice of tiramisu. You there know you what go. I mean? Oh, yeah. With a, with a little latte. Some little salmon locks on the side. Some <laughs> capers and onions. You know what I mean? Some, and you're talking with your friend. That's cool. And like you're saying, it, it doesn't have to, you don't have to look at it as a lesser conversation, but it is different. Because you're eating food, right? So there's food in between you. Like, that's an activity mm-hmm. you're doing while you're talking to someone. You're drinking. That's an activity while you're talking to someone. There's all of this extraneous information, like bells ringing when someone walks in. Ding, 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 ding. Somebody coming in for a to-go order. So they're coming in and coming right back out. It just mm-hmm. It's busy in there. There's a bunch of steamer, steaming milk. Making fucking cappuccinos. The people in about order forty seven. No, no, no. You know, people <laughs> Got coming. Karen home. in the corner. Karen's in the corner. Where's my order? I've been sitting here for my lemon cake for, for twenty minutes. Oh my god! Right, like there's all these things going on. They're just they're shiny objects. They're people you want to look at. Yo, look at their pants. Like, oh shit! Why, 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 like, when the fuck they still make those? Yo, what are those? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's it, it's an event. Yeah. <laughs> when you go out to a fucking coffee shop and. It, in a bar is a fucking bar. So yeah. it's even more of an event. You don't go out to a bar to just to really. I mean, I think older people, yeah. like, when you start to get older, you do. Uh, but no, when you're like 18 to 27, we'll maybe probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. 21. Yeah. I mean, some of the, I didn't do the fake ID thing, but I hear that a lot of people had fake IDs early. I wouldn't even know. I never had one. Wouldn't know no. how to go about it. Yeah. I I knew people who were legal enough to you know, give me drinks. So. Oh, so there you yeah, go. So you I didn't just, need one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just. Wait, wait, what the fuck was I just talking about? 
I lost it again. Why you like um, like this? You know, oh, yeah, many- right. Yeah, exactly. So, again, the bars, the coffee shops, all these places, you're just constantly overly stimulated. It's yeah. just There's just too much. And for most people that have not done any sort of practices to really hone their focus in any, you know, hyper aware way. You're just going to get caught up in shit. Like mm-hmm. you just you, people's attention is going to go all over the place. This is the only thing. It's very fascinating because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, wait a minute. Where else do you go where it's just you, another person, maybe a few people. You all have headphones on. It's only our voices coming through here. And and you know what I was thinking, too, because there are fantastic podcasts that have TVs on walls. You can you know look up information. You know, just look at stuff. Maybe just have shit playing in the background. People like to have that. Oh, I don't think I could do that. Right. Some people really like that. Just knowing that the TVs be calming to people. People like to go to sleep with TVs on. People just like like, during a podcast. I understand. Like if you're looking up something, but that sounds mad distracting. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking about having one, but then I was like, but what's the intention behind? Yeah. Like, what am Mm -hmm. I right? Like, what's the intention behind Mm -hmm. that? I, if anything, I want to keep it as old as possible. Like I'm trying to, I, was, I want it to be that campfire mm-hmm. feeling. Just two people sitting. I was thinking about getting. A, I almost got a rocking a chair. Two peas in a pot. <laughs> you and the yeah. Stokes will like that one. <laughs> I was gonna get a rocking chair, but then it was like it was creaking, and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. gonna get a rocking chair, but I can't have it for the pod. Just hearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no. I'm getting too old. Uh, but yeah, man, I, yeah, you, how are you going to be so old? Like they can hear it through the pod. Like yeah. I don't want them to hear my oldness through the microphone. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So that's it. It's just a very unique set of circumstances to have a connection with mm-hmm. someone. So I think that's another thing for me. It's, it's not just because I like speaking with people in general, but I think it has a lot to do with the podcast and having be aesthetic and having in the feel. And for me, you were asking me when you walked in, like, does it feel, does it sound mm-hmm. like different? Like what, you know, what's going on here? What are the vibes? And it, I feel free. That's just the best way to put it. It definitely, I don't know about the sound. I mean, I, this is only my third one, um, but it being enclosed definitely gives it a different feel. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It just kind of takes you out. Puts you in a different world. Yes. And, you know, it's funny that you um, were mentioning that about, like, going out to eat and stuff. Because when we talked about meeting up, you asked, like, what I want to do and, like, just hang out or go out and get something to eat. I said something about getting something to eat. And then in my mind, I was like, I don't know if I really want to do that. Because I know that the conversation's not going to be what it would be if we were just, like, hanging out. You know, because you do have, like, the food and everything. So, it just wouldn't be as you know the waiter. You're ordering right. the food. They're coming back real fast. Anything else I could do? Nah, we good. Right, <laughs> and then you're eating. Yeah, and so it just yeah. it wouldn't be the conversation that I enjoy having with you. Yeah. So that time at Uncle Julio's was nice, and the food is always and the food is always good. Yep. Whatever little yep. the, the, the little fucking pineapple jalapeno margaritas, or because I think they did like a cycling margarita thing. I had a plum margarita one time. Like they have like I think like well they every they day. have a margarita of a day yeah yeah, yeah that's margarita what I mean yeah. yeah strawberry ones this is but that plum in any pineapple jalapeno margarita somewhere I'll most likely probably uh, get that margaritas man yeah I mean my phone case is about margaritas yeah. <laughs> save water drink margaritas and in the pop socket don't be salty unless you're a margarita <laughs> I love <laughs> margaritas. <laughs> 
Throw some jalapenos in there. Yes. <laughs> I think the one before that was potatoes. So I know. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely potatoes. Yep. That's so funny. These things that you need potatoes. I mean, I like margaritas. <gasps> Yeah, potatoes. I mean, I like them in certain ways, like expectations. No. Oh wait, no. Oh, you just like is, a I, potato. I'm so passionate about no. I'm so passionate about potatoes. Like people who know me, they know it's because they're so versatile. There is mm. so much you can do with them. Okay, and they're all so good. Baked potatoes. Mm, that's kind of on the bottom. But like everything I else, think so too. But t- what, twice baked potatoes because that's essentially a mashed potato. Uh, but do you load your baked potatoes up? Like you do the cheese, bacon, sour cream, chives. Um, I uh, it depends. That's a lot. Yeah, it eating depends. that is kind of insane. What did we come? Is that an American thing? We be coming up with the nastiest <laughs> of shit. They're probably high. Who was like, yo? Let's open up a baked potato, stuff it with ch- as much <laughs> cheese, sour cream, bacon, and chives yeah. as we can, and whatever else people put in those. That's just what do you? There's other stuff that people put in there. I don't know. I hope that's a lot. But you know, but people find new things with everything. Yeah, I had a fucking white asparagus ice cream recently. That sounds disgusting. I know. That sounds really bad. And that's why I ordered I've heard it. there's like a spicy ice cream. I don't know about that either. That sounds mm. pretty bad. But yours sounds worse. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> I already don't really it like ice cream. And you said white asparagus ice cream? Yes. It's so weird. They had so many. It was a, it was a niche kind of place. It was, it was so weird. what did it taste like? Have you had white asparagus? I haven't. Mm. Neither have I. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was waiting for like the description. Yeah, no, there, there is some just. I didn't even know that there was white asparagus. I didn't either. I didn't even know okay, what the so fuck they were talking is about. Is there white asparagus? Yes. Or did, okay. Yes. They didn't I do believe, okay. yes, that there's white asparagus. Um, I don't know even if that it looks like. Does it look like asparagus? Is it like white? the cauliflower of broccoli? Right. <laughs> <laughs> What does it taste? Yeah, I don't know. That's not, I mean, I like asparagus. So <laughs> I love the moments like these because we just don't know about some horror <laughs> shit. Going on, but I wonder, like, whoever listens to this is well acquainted. <laughs> they're just like, what are they talking about? Like, they don't fucking know why asparagus is. Like, why are they talking about it like this? Like, it's some alien life form. <laughs> I I I feel like it's not that common. Let's get off of this. Okay. (laughs) Where have you been? I feel like we haven't. When was the last time you were on the pod? Because that's the last time I've seen you. The only times I have been on the pod (laughs) were Thanksgiving. I'm a Thanksgiving pod. (laughs) So it's kind of weird to be here now. (laughs) Yo, you definitely have to come back next Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'll be here. You have to. We have to keep this going. Um, That's so funny. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thankful for our our conversations. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, but you've been doing some traveling though, right? Yeah. I have. I haven't been home. I'm actually kind of ready to get back. Um, so the end of May, I went on a cruise um, nice. for Shelby's birthday. Very nice. How, mm-hmm. It's like seven day. No, we did a five day cruise. Okay, left out of Norfolk. Um, T- tell me how. Tell me about that. Let's not see. Let's not gloss over that. I want to stay on the cruise for a second. Let's talk about um, it because I've only been on one. So it was really fun. Which really one did fun. you go on? Carnival. Uh, okay, so yeah, I went. This was my fourth cruise. And my first two were, were Royal Caribbean. And then this one and my previous one were Carnival. Um, How do you feel about the range? and? I, I really quality. like Carnival. Um, and it kind of like if I was going with my family, then I would say Royal. Royal is just more kind of family oriented. Oh, That's okay, why I okay. wanted to do Carnival because I did Carnival when I was. 
I think like 22-ish, 23, um, and I brought one of my um, best friends with me. Um, and it was fun. It was lit. I mean, that, that's the perfect age to go. We can go and like drink and everything. So yeah. it was fun. Um, and it was carnival. So it was kind of like a party vibe. Um, whereas Royal is more like family oriented. Cruise ships have, are just off the top of the head. I don't have to think about this. Are just nasty places. <laughs> You're just, there's something about being in the water. It's like rules don't matter out here. Like we're in the water. Yeah. We're in You're the not sea. wrong. You know, people, You're not wrong. people are getting, I, man, I, it was a huge party when I went. Mm-hmm. But anyway, continue. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I, that's where I, I, that was my first time having a um, espresso martini. And let me tell you, I am a fiend for them now. Yeah. So good. What, like, what are the, what's the flavor profile? Oh, like favorite profile it's, of it. I mean, I get espresso. I get that. Mm-hmm. What is the martini? Is what is that made out of again? Like, what is a good martini made? I out think of, a martini like, mostly. Is it gin or is it vodka? No, it's vodka. Yeah. The gin. I'm thinking of a gin and tonic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because gin would be that would be ridiculous. Yeah, but but it just it has to be made right. So my the first one that I had, we were at like you know how they have the um, scheduled dinners every evening. Um, was there and I got one and it was good. Um, I mean, it was my first one, so I didn't really have anything to compare it to. I drank it. But when I went to the martini bar and got one, it was like they actually got the espresso and it was different level. Mm. Whereas I think that the one I had at dinner was like an infused kind of liquor and just yeah. was after, after I had them at the martini bar, I didn't get any more uh-huh. at dinner. I got wine uh-huh. because I was going back to get all the fresh ones from yeah. the martini bar. Oh, I'm, I, might, I might try that uh, espresso martini. They I, always look really nice with a little foam on top. It's floating with like a couple cocoa of, beans on top. They, as soon as we'd walk up, they already knew. But then it turned out that they didn't have an espresso um, machine there. So, there, I mean, like, here was the... Um, the martini bar and just on the other corner was like a coffee shop. So mm-hmm. I'd have to go and get my own espresso oh, so and bring it over. Yep. And I did. Yeah, I did. Before yeah. I even like went and said hello to them, I got my espresso brought it up because they already knew. Dude, some things and, and I'll get to other things being really good. But when I was on that cruise, <clears throat> I was like 20, maybe like 21 at the time. Yeah, I believe I was 21 at the time. No, I'm tripping. I was like 25 at the time. <laughs> that was a huge jump. Oh, that's a, that's a, a huge jump. Yeah, I was 25. And my brother told me, like, yo, I know this company named Barbazon. Most of his friends down there worked for that company at the time. It was some, like, for the most part, child modeling agency. And they had a yearly cruise. Uh, where a bunch of kids paid a ton of money to go on there and they would have all these different auditions and exhibits, you know, for the kids on there. Like there'd be some cold reads on there, some singing talent shows, some, you know, walk the runway type of deal, like all that sort of, Mm. all those sort of things. And there would be a bunch of agents from modeling agencies that would go there to like scout, Mm -hmm. you know, and, he had been going on this cruise for like three or four years at this point in time. He was like, yo, you got to come this year. It's in October. We're going in as staff. He was like, but that shit is not hard. And so your cruise is paid for. Done. Because you're, so I'm like, yeah, Done. <laughs> I'm in there. Yeah. And, and the beautiful thing was it catapulted my exercise because I wasn't really, I wasn't hitting the gym. I wasn't exercising mm-hmm. before that. But I wanted to go on a cruise and look good. That was my 
incentive at the time because I was going on what was a model crew. So I know it was going to be a bunch mm-hmm. of people on there. Well, were weren't trying- they children? Yeah, but the people, but if you're in that industry though, yeah. Everyone, yeah, yeah sort yeah. of tries to be that. Earl's going to leave a model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a cruise and came back as Tyra Banks. Yeah, because yeah, people are trying to, like, throw their hat in the ring. Like, they want to look good and see if there's, like, some possibility that they get picked up. Because it doesn't have to be a child, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and plus, you just want to look good anyway. Yeah. So I started pumping fucking iron. I started going to the gym with duty and he was getting me in there. I started going twice a day and I put on like 20 pounds of just muscle. Yeah, I was kind of yoked. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I went down there and it was just I I got paid when I when I got back seven days later, like there was a paycheck that was like four hundred dollars. It went to Mexico. You got paid for what? For for being there and like showing people like oh this is the way to the bathroom, I'm just ushering people to places that they need to go okay, in so order okay. to catch. I didn't, I didn't realize you're going to yeah, quote unquote work. I'm yeah, gonna, uh, just ho- yeah. I I flowed I flew down to Florida. We got on the boat there. And yeah, that was just pretty much my job. When we got off on the island in Mexico, it was I had the responsibility of making sure that like. Eight of the kids, they were like, these people were teenagers, but eight of those teenagers got back on the boat when it was time for the boat to go back. And I didn't really do a great, great <laughs> job of that. They were just luckily responsible enough to all come back to where they were supposed that, to when good. they were supposed Yeah, because I was off. I think I may have gotten a massage somewhere. Like I, was, <laughs> I mean, so like you were supposed to stay with them the entire time? Not technically. You're just supposed to make sure they get back. Whatever it is you can do Which to make sure. Which is babysitting. Because it's like if you leave and come, like you lose them at that point. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I was just very, very lucky. When it started to get down to like that 20 minutes time, I was like, man, where are these motherfuckers at? Like, it, bro, if I lose a child mm-hmm. in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. But everyone got back on there it was fine. That's good. But it was just there was just nothing but heavy heavy drinking. As soon as all the kids and like everyone went back to their cabins, it was just party time for the staff. Right. From like 9 to like 3 o'clock in the morning, but then we had to get back up at like five mm. or six to start getting ready for the day. Mm-hmm. And you were just living off of alcohol. Like the water wasn't even like good water. You know, I, like what, what type of water they really have out there for you. So the water wasn't, I'm not saying it's not good because you, you just, you, like, how good can cruise water be? Like where are they storing thought, the water? Well, well you I know what the I mean? water was fine. You did? Oh, maybe it was good. I don't know. Either were, way, were you drinking ma- bottled water? Maybe I just wasn't even worried about the water. Maybe not. Maybe it was, I was just trying to because it seemed like every time you stopped drinking, like you were gonna crack because you had just been drinking for too long that night. Yeah. Like in and the drinks were free. That was gonna be my next question. They were free because that was one of so going um. Going on to the cruise, we were debating on whether or not to get the drink package mm-hmm. um, because I don't really drink like that. Shelby doesn't really drink like that. I mean, Brian, he he can drink enough right. to like make it worth it. But it's like that's a lot of money for kind of like the small <laughs> amount of drinks. No, it was totally worth it. Nice. Totally worth it. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, because we, we all ended up getting it. Well, they had to because if, if Brian got it, Shelby had to. Because if you're in the same room, then uh, everybody yeah. in the room has to get it. Which, yeah. Interesting. It sounds like a silly rule to me. But. Yeah, but but it's, yeah, it's a lucrative rule, though. For sure. It works for them, <clears> for sure. Um, so I ended up getting it as well, and it's totally worth it because it included um, you know, bottled water, 
um, if you had coffees. So we were trying to think, like, if we went to breakfast, you know, mimosas and Bloody Marys for breakfast, and then just little stuff throughout the day. Totally worth it. Yeah. So this is everyone's sign for once to go on a cruise and do the drink package. I, the food didn't. I mean, the the scheduled dinner seemed cool, but the food that was just kind of up during the day, like the breakfast and the lunches, was kind of like, eh. Um, what? Yeah, listen, oh. yeah, it didn't seem yeah. like that for me. Maybe, in, but I actually thought that our dinner, um, like the the scheduled dinners, that food was worse than the food that was just like out throughout the day, like the buffets. And, yeah, it was just. It was all just really kind of mediocre. Um, I, may, I may have just been. <laughs> because I'm listening to the stuff you said. I feel like I was like, was it that bad at all? Like, I, like, I don't even know anymore. Like, maybe she's got me. She's got me fucked up right now. Because like, I, I think I was. I, there's so many. The theme, the common theme of this whole episode is just going to be me going into different realms. I think okay. that. It's Earl's world, you know? I think Whichever one. I was so drunk those <laughs> whole seven days. I've. That sort of partying is just beyond me. I, all I knew is when I got off that boat and got back home, I needed to just, just drink tons of water mm. and exercise and eat good because i'll tell you what it is maybe it's not that it wasn't good it's just that it's not healthy foods like you're not getting healthy foods oh on the no no that's no no, no, what, no, no. let's be clear i think that's what i meant more meant when to say. i said that it was good food you think i was out here eating salads every day no 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 i mean like it was i don't remember the name of the the restaurant um it was called like I think maybe it was just called like guys, but it was a it was a burger joint. Mm. Oh, see, my hold God. on, see, I didn't. Yo. There wasn't no goddamn burger joint where I was at. I don't remember that. <laughs> okay, well, mm, I don't think when I was on Royal, there was one either. But I also don't think that the last time I was on Carnival, there was one because mm. I was like, this shit is fire. Those yeah. burgers were so good. Um, but I don't remember, I really just remember the pizza place. Cause that's like the one place that's always open at night. Um, and then like kind of the buffet food, but mm. yeah, they had a burger spot for breakfast. There was a, I think it was called the blue iguana. Um, it's like a little Mexican spot. They had delicious breakfast burritos. Food was good. Mm. So I don't know what Royal was doing. All right. But, but how, all right. So how was the cruise just in general? Just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It ended up just being, um, me, Shelby and Brian, um, they were going to have a couple other people come, but they weren't able to. Um, so just the three of us, but it was, it was so much fun. Mm. Um, we met some people, some of our table mates, you know, at dinner. Okay. Um, two of them live kind of close to Shelby and Brian. They're down in Hampton now. Um, and they're actually, I'm going to see Shelby um this weekend and um i think one of the girls that we met on the cruise is going to come as well so it was a lot of fun very nice it was a lot of fun very, very nice. wasn't there long enough but the first day so we you know we, we boarded on saturday on sunday around like 12 o'clock it started to the weather started to get a little bit bad mm. um so we couldn't spend too much time outside and then the last day the weather was really bad yeah. um i mean that ship was rocking mm. um mm. yeah so only got so much tan time but love some tan lines so yeah. take it. <laughs> i was like if i if i don't come back with a tan i'm not coming back That's i was so just funny. entirely too much looking like casper um you think so 
<laughs> yes. Uh, yes. My friend always makes fun of me because I would like put my hand against the wall. Like, see, I blend damn, right in. Really? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I get. I've been around you. Yeah, I guess yeah. in the th- every Thanksgiving, I guess for the yeah. past two years at least. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess I, you are much yeah lighter than. Yeah. yeah. It's just because I had gone so many years without sun. Um, you know, high school up until what the hell without. You, no, you know, <laughs> where, okay, obviously, where, where like the hell was you at? in a box. Why did they keep you, JP? <laughs> No, so I just. I, I, <laughs> you was locked okay, up. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you did that, Tom. Yeah, what you talking about? I okay. Let me rephrase that. I guess I just went so many years where I wasn't going on like summer vacations. You know, like mm. I grew up with um, my best friend's house. They had a pool, so we're outside all the time. I tan really easily. Um, we were always doing family vacations, but after you know, the older I got, we weren't doing those as much, and I was. I was outside, but I wasn't like outside like that. Didn't um, I just see a picture of you in like London? No. No? I haven't been to um Europe since like fifth grade. I feel like Where were you <laughs> where you were walking around the streets in very long velvet black boots? boots. I knew exactly what picture you're talking about. Yeah. Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, that was Minneapolis. And okay. I don't know was it the, why the building the maybe looked kind of European? Yeah, maybe. It was a pretty building, that's why we stopped there. Okay. But yeah, no, that was that was Minnesota. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Well, how was Minnesota? Minnesota was fun. Yeah. So okay, so five day cruise. I got back on a Thursday. I left that Saturday to go to Minnesota for two and a half weeks. Um that was a lot of fun. Those are my two like best friend, childhood friends. I've known them since second grade. Mm-hmm. Um the oldest one, Kara, just had a son in January. So I was super excited to go be my little nephew. That's um, cool. You're just like hopping around and seeing people. Yeah. Like the, seeing people yeah, you love. Pretty much doing it while I'm on break. Um, and it helps because I can work from home. So I can work. I mean, I didn't work on the cruise, but. Um, no. <laughs> no, you <laughs> no. did not. <laughs> um, but I worked in Minnesota. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I was really nervous. Um, I like I love kids. Two to seven is my favorite age range. <laughs> okay. Well, you have this down to a science, I'm certain. I mean, it's just the, that's just the fun age. The okay. toddlers are so much fun. You okay. know, they get too old and then, then they, you know, uh, I know what I was like, so too, I wouldn't want to yeah, hang out with that. Yeah, they start to get cool and Right. Shit, and and yeah. then when they're babies, like, they're babies. They're a blob. That's mm. not fun. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> They just it's like a pet rock that, you know, screams, cries, poops seats. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. But I've just I I guess I've been around more toddlers than I have like babies and I'm like, I I'm like how do I how do I play with a baby? Um and then I met Shelby's daughter. Um she did not like me. Mm. She was I met so I met her um so Leo, Kara's son, um, is four months. When I met Shelby because I was out in Cali for a while last year. That's when I met Shelby's daughter, who's the same age. Um, and so I realized that she was okay with me holding her as long as she was facing away. I had her facing me. <laughs> she was not about it. <laughs> but okay, she's four months. You know, maybe I just don't have the baby touch there. So then when I, um, she was home for the holidays last year. And so I went over to see him. And at that point, she's almost, let's see, she'd be about like nine months then. Um, I was thinking, all right, maybe, maybe we're good now. No, we were not. Wow. But at that point, she, at that point, she's at the age where like, it's stranger danger. She can recognize faces. She doesn't really know me. Mm. Um, she seemed okay. And then I kind of got a little bit too close and my hair moved too much and she lost it. Mm. Um, so I went to, I went down to Hampton to see them in, I think March. Um, and we realized, because she, was, she wasn't quite crying when I saw her. She seemed okay. 
Um, but Shelby had her on her lap next to me and we saw her like looking at me weirdly, but she was looking at my hair. So when Shelby touched my hair, she touched my hair. Mm. And then after that, we're best friends. Really? So it was the hair, which makes sense because, wow. you know, Shelby's got the thin, like fine hair. Her family all has like the same kind of hair type. Um, so wow. I guess she's just never. Oh, you seen, think like, that like it was. I think it was the hair because it was. It was like, you think it looked like some fucking like I probably, monster? Yeah, probably. Like some little fucking coiling snakes so. coming towards her? I guess so. Um, like, what the fuck? fuck is that yeah because i don't have like little hair you yeah. know it's when i looked at her and over um the holidays like and i shook my hair that's yes. a beautiful moment though like that whole story of like her like well as far as we can tell or we're just gonna go with for the sake of the story she's afraid of your hair mm-hmm. and for months yeah <laughs> like for months yeah. like from Granted, when i had was, only seen her when she's four months and then i didn't see her again i know but that's even crazier for the fact that it was that it stood at four months, she knew I'm afraid of this thing, and then yeah. still five like Either five that months or later, she just hadn't seen anybody else with kind of hair, so it was like right. The fear can't go anywhere because she hasn't been working on it. I know that, that's what I'm saying, but like yeah. there's a fear that she has to work on, right? Yes, you know, and to see maybe the first fear that this being has worked that's on. That's true. That's what I'm saying. That's like, true. Where you got to see her like. See someone she care, loves and cares right. for. Yeah, like she Shelby, trusts. Shelby touched my hair. Touched me, and she's so like, then Lennon's okay. like reaching out and starting to touch my and hair. She's like, yeah. Oh, like this is okay. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. That's such a cool thing. Yeah. So I'm super excited because um, that's my next stop um, is this weekend. So yeah. So I got back from the cruise, went to Minnesota, um, got back from Minnesota on a Thursday, and then drove up here um, on a Friday. So I've just been constantly on the move. So been yeah, been here for. I leave on Thursday, um, and then on Friday I'm going to Hampton. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going Summer to JP, she's different. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take advantage of it. While wait, I can. yeah, because Hampton is that—that's the actual. That's where she is. Yeah. Wait, who? Chubby. Yeah. So you're going. Okay. So you went to Minnesota. You're going down after you've already taken so it's the cruise, trip. Yeah. Minnesota, <laughs> Manassas, then, and, and then going back. back to... Yeah. Going back to Richmond on Thursday. Friday, I'm going to work. And then I'm going to go <laughs> down to Hampton from Friday Man. until Wednesday. And then Wednesday, I'll go back to Richmond for Wednesday night. And then Thursday, I'm going to come back up here because it's Lexi's birthday. So you are just I'm I'm, t- wow. I'm ready to be home. I'm ready to be home. You going um, on tour? I'm ready. You got tour <laughs> no, for <dates>. real. <laughs> okay. Literally. But so I'll I mean, be- but you but ultimately you're just going popping in all these places and having a really good time. Yeah, and I'm there for like a prolonged time. I mean, I'm, Hampton will be a long weekend. Um, but I'm there for like long enough mm. that you know it's not like I'm just there for like a couple nights. So I'm like really on the move. But yeah, yeah I'm seeing all my friends like, and I'm on summer break. Yeah. Um. But no, I'm ready to be home. Okay. I'm ready to be home. And then once you get home, what are you going to do? Just fucking just lay down? (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't even because um, I have a lot of um, like house sitting scheduled um, over. Like, yeah. So no, I. So when I'm back next weekend for Lexi's birthday, so I'll be here Friday and then I'll end up going back like Tuesday or Wednesday only so I can sleep in my bed for a couple of nights because Friday I start a house sitting gig. Mm. Um, And I. Between then People and trust you. That's very nice. I got the reviews. Mm-hmm. You said you got reviews? Yeah, well, because I do it off an app. So, like, there oh, are reviews there. But, like, I've been doing nice. this. Yeah, I've been doing this for, you know, when I was doing it here, 
a lot of my clients um, were word of mouth, starting with like my parents and their friends and going on there. So it's like easier to trust somebody when you know it's from someone you know. Um, but I didn't have that enrichment. What's the app name? It's Rover. Rover. Mm-hmm. Um, Rover and Wag are like the two main ones. Wag tends to be more of just like dog walking. Um, so if I'm just looking right. for like to just go like walk a dog or something. That, that's so funny. That you- <laughs> There's so many ways to make money. Like, I just. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And people will pay for their. So they don't have to, like, put their dog in a kennel. I mean, people will make a quick buck. Just go walk some dogs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Make a quick buck. Just go watch some houses. Man. Yeah. People have to really look at those fucking reviews. Because some things you read reviews is like, oh, I'm about to hit an Italian restaurant tonight. And you see some reviews. (laughs) And you're like, oh, these reviews are like, "Ah, but it looks pretty good. Like, let's just give it a shot. If your reviews are anything but, I would have to imagine that if there's anything but spectacular things said about you, like you're, you're well, like, because I, why would you go with anything aside from just right. whoever has but five I stars? It, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't. For, for watching people's um, houses. But it's like sometimes, like sometimes I'll go on the site and look um, just to kind of get an idea. So scope out what's going on, see if I need to update my prices, look what other people's profiles are looking like. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is. Well, yeah, you definitely got to do that. You got to know what the market's hitting. Right. Um, Some people's prices are outrageous. So I started doing this way back. I mean, I, I, my first job was working with dogs. So like I've been doing this kind of stuff for a really long time. Um, And when I started doing it, it just, it was fun. You know, I'm not, People would ask what I charge. I'm like, whatever you feel like giving me. I, I'm really just doing because I enjoy doing it. <laughs> I um, just want to walk your dog. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not not the dog walk. It's like what I'm saying. The house sitting is watching the dog Uh-oh, staying there overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm really, whatever. <laughs> um, and now I'm doing it. I mean, because it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can still like earn good money doing it. There are some people who charge outrageous prices, like per like hourly. What are they charging? Um, so it's more per day. So like okay. I will charge, I think I have mindset right now at 35. Okay. Um, per I, day. 35. I may have bumped it to 37 recently, but I don't, I don't like to, cause I, I compare, I think about when I worked at the kennel and what the prices were there. So sometimes I'll go and look at like kennels in the area because some reasons that people wouldn't want to board their dog. Um, number one, their dog just hasn't you know, done it before. So it's a big, it's a lot, caused a lot of anxiety and mm. stuff. Some dogs are really good with it. Some dogs aren't. Another just said it's fucking expensive. So I don't want to charge more than a kennel would. And like, if you're able to leave your dog at home, you shouldn't have to charge as much money. I had a friend that had a girlfriend that had a dog that was on Prozac. Yeah, that's a normal thing. Oh, yeah. it's a normal thing. Mm-hmm. You just put it in the food, let them eat it up, calms them down. I really do. I mean, I'm, some dogs are too good, but like you can put it, wrap it in cheese, put it in a pillow pocket, but they eat around it and spit it out. Mm. So if you have a dog like that, you just got to poke it down there. Do you have any reasoning as to why these dogs these days have this anxiety? Is it like learn? Um, sometimes I think it's just the behavior. You have dogs like German Shepherds um, who are just, they're really just big people dogs. And those ones yeah. have a lot of anxiety and stuff. Um, I think if they're young, if you're asking about younger dogs now, it's because of COVID. You're getting a puppy during COVID. You're home with it the entire time. Now you're going back out into the world. You've created the separation oh, anxiety. Geez. Yeah. So anytime I saw a COVID puppy, I'm like, it's not going to be good. Just, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like you're just not, you, you don't even know what the world is. Like this world has just been this very, very small place in mm-hmm. these walls. Yep. And you just get released and it's fucking 
blistering winds right. and a fucking searing light coming from the sky and all these well, people walking that. around and just it, like, oh, can I come touch your dog? Well, can I play not, with your dog? It's not even really that. It's just that, um, okay, yeah, sure, you know, maybe you have somebody who they take their dog everywhere they go, which is also increasing that separation anxiety. But if the dog, you know, okay, during COVID, let's say, they, okay, they went on a walk, but they weren't like taking the dog out to, you know, eat on the patio of a restaurant because it's COVID. But the dog's always here with you. It's just that when you leave, you walk out that door, you don't have the dog with you. The dog's like freaking out now. It's like, where's my person? So you come home and the place is trashed and or they've just been yelling the entire time. Oh, yeah. Geez. Yeah. So those are COVID. You know, people talk about COVID babies, but as someone who like, wears a dog, you got the COVID puppies. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And oh, sometimes it's God. just the dog. Like they just, just, they just, they just don't know. Like where, where know. is he? Where, where they is just, she? They just don't. What know. happened to her? Right. What's in? And then it's not until you go. Oh, oh, you're back. You you're could back. go and check the mail and like hear the dog you're just, just like screaming. Crazy. Yeah. Them. Oh my gosh! They're not all like that, you know. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, but, of course, yeah. Th- but yeah. a lot of them are. <laughs> yeah, you get okay, okay. So dogs yeah. on Prozac, okay. Yeah, yeah, normal thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you grew up kind of doing this. Yeah, and so you know, do, yeah, so some of the prices out there. Um, so that's about what I do, and I would say average seems to be like forties. Um, but I've seen some people who are like. Anywhere from 80 to like 100 and something. And I'm like, and there's reviews. Who the fuck is paying this kind of money for you to watch their dog? What? Yeah. That's insane to me. Because why would you charge somebody that yeah, much? Yeah, that's the thing. And who's going to pay? Y'all are both crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess only I guess only one person is crazier because, yeah. like, the if you're going to pay like, for that, like, yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah I'm going to hit this lake right. if you're going to let me. Like. <laughs> so I house sat for somebody who also did Rover. And she said that, I think she was in Colorado um, at one point when she did it. And she was in an area that was very high end. And so you can charge that kind of money mm. because... Those kind of people are going to pay it. Yeah. Richmond has expensive areas. Right. I don't think like downtown Richmond, you should be charging that kind of money. So I always want to know the people. Yeah, because my question is like, why is your dog watching abilities so precious? Like, why? Like, what are you going to do with my dog? Right. Why are you like, because I'm assuming if you're charging me this. I just like anything else in the world, if you're charging more, you would have to assume that it's better quality or you're getting you're right. getting there's right. a reason for it. So how are you about to watch my dog versus how are they going to watch my dog? Right. Like, what's the difference between the forty dollar an hour person or forty dollar a day to the eighty dollar? I'll day? tell like, you what. What are you going to do? Nothing that the forty dollar person couldn't do. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if it's like family members or they're just making these like accounts to just go mm. out of their way to write these reviews because those are the ones typically only have like five reviews you know i have like if you have worked in like a kennel before or you've just been around dogs a whole lot is there anything that you could put on your resume like what's your bio look like yeah no i think i mean i don't like to toot my own, own horn and say that like i am the best out there but you know it's a lot of the um the profiles that i come across are just people like um, you know, like I grew up with dogs, grew up loving animals. Um, I will treat them like their own, like they're my own family. Da 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 da. Yes, that's very true. Right. I grew up. I worked at a kennel and daycare for twelve and a half years. See? I have this kind of background. <sighs> like I, I know the dog behaviors. <sighs> right. <laughs> and the profiles have different sections, so it's kind of like. It like you're a little about me. And then it's like, you know, some people do like boarding where the dog would come to you and it's like you put a little blurb in there about that. So 
Um, I only did that like once. Um, but mine's just, you know, like I have this, like the safetyness of my house and like, you know, the fence and yard and everything, da, 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 da. Um, and then it's like what I would be comfortable with. Like I'm comfortable, you know, administering any kind of medication, uh, injections, anything like that. Like I've done that. I'm certain um, you've had to. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like anything else that, you know, you'd want um, to know from the owner. Um, so I feel like mine is just very more. I mean, it's personable, but it's also business like it's mm-hmm. not just that. Like, yeah, I, I'm doing this because I just love animals, yeah. which I obviously do. But. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're qualified. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah. well. Yeah, very yeah. well put. So, which is why I want to know why these people that I have a hundred and some um, as their like charge have like oh, yeah, yeah oh, why yeah. they have any reviews? Oh, yeah. I have a lot of reviews, but like I mean, because I like I said, I just don't want to bump my prices up too much because I just don't. I don't think it's necessary. It's not you know the area that we're in and everything. But like shit, what can I get away with? I want to read bad reviews for like dog watchers. Well, well, and that's another thing. You know, I go on all these, and nobody really has like negative reviews. So <laughs> it seems it's like not such like a fun, Yelp. loving. Yeah, it seems like such a like a great charitable type of place to be. Like right. that app has a very different sort of base there, and but right. I would just have to assume that there has to be some fuckery somewhere i'm sure there is um i'm sure majority of the time people like the owners will will talk to the person you know specifically rather than going just just at that point just don't write a review i think Uh, might be like their mindset i do that just wouldn't write a review. Yeah, man. I see. Uh, oh, you like to be honest i know you need you guys need i don't if i just go to like Starbucks. I'm not going to write a review. But if I go somewhere and like it's exceptionally, you're not going to stop the business at Starbucks. <laughs> I don't care okay, what well, you that's say. Not, that's not what I mean. I just mean like I'm not going to write a review about just like any no, casual like saying. outing. Yeah. Um, if I go somewhere and it's like exceptionally well done and everything, I'll write a review about that. Okay. If I go somewhere and it's exceptionally <laughs> terrible for like a handful of reasons, yeah. yes, yeah. I'm writing review. And you're pretty. Uh, objective and like reasonable about yes. your reviews yes. either way they go yeah. right yeah, I, I'm I, I've, I've written more like good I haven't written a lot of reviews I mean just a handful but um, um but I write I I think I probably only have like maybe two that are bad and that's one was um <laughs> one was because we were staying at the um the old town inn is that what it's called the little uh yeah, that's, that's probably what it's called. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what it is. <laughs> We've walked past this place a million times, and we don't know it what it's called. Right, the old town inn. Someone's gonna be like, "You fucking idiots!" It's the person called... who had the white asparagus. <laughs> they also know about the inn we're talking about. That's so fucking funny. But yeah, um, let's just go with the old town inn. Yeah. So my my friends who I went to visit in Minnesota, they were in town. Um, so. They got a room there, and, like, we went out in Old Town, came back, and, like, the door was ajar. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I wrote a terrible review about that because, like, we went to the front desk, you know, because it's, like, oh. three just women. We're just not comfortable yeah. going in the room like that. Nah, they gave no fucks. At How so? All. Like, what did they give you? What type of energy did they give you? So, barely looked up oh. her from her. So, yeah, she was working, and there was a guy, like, leaning over the counter, like, it was it looked like a friend who came to, like, hang out with, friend, boyfriend, I don't know. Mm. Um 
And so we explain the situation. They're like, oh, well, like, we've been here the entire time. So, like, nothing happened. It's like, oh, okay. That might be the case. But, like, our door's open. Like, we close, we closed our door when we left. Our door's open. So, w- w- what are we going to do about the situation? I well, love, like, we've I been love here. customer service. <laughs> yeah. It seems to be so bad in so many places. Well, then it's like, in retrospect, like, looking at that in... Because you wouldn't really expect anything else. Um, don't recommend it. I think it's now owned by somebody else, so maybe it's a little bit better. Mm. Um, and I don't remember. I think that one of my friends ended up kind of like asking the guy if he could at least like walk with us to make sure that it was good, and he was not willing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, we're just like, okay, never mind. Like it's cool. We ended up calling the police. Um, <laughs> it was, no, he was not willing at all. <laughs> When I said zero fucks were given. <laughs> he was not willing. He was not willing. <laughs> like, you thought he was going to go help us out? <laughs> nah, dog. It's just, I mean, it's a direct way of saying it. It just seems like a funny way. He was not willing. It was just a great punchline. Um, <laughs> that's so weird because I couldn't imagine. How old do you think he was? He was a young kid. What do you think is young? Let's see. Because that, for, okay, this was probably. Because I couldn't imagine two ladies approaching me and saying three, three ladies approaching me and any ladies approaching yeah. <laughs> me and saying, hey, or or even if I was, they weren't even talking to me, but I was just like a bystander. Mm-hmm. And they were just saying to someone else that, hey, I really don't feel comfortable going up there. The doors open. It was not open when I left. Right. I know that you say you've been here but I don't feel safe. I'm paying to stay. Could Like right. by that point in time, I'm like, Hey, would you like me to what room number? If you feel comfortable with me knowing I can go. That's very check, kind of you. Right? Like, or if you would like me to go yeah, like you would, automatically you think, but, but I'm assuming if, because <laughs> the thing is, is not only did the, <laughs> this is why it's doubly funny to me because not only did the man not do that, but you all actually, Ask yes. for his help. Yes. <laughs> so which like, y'all are fine. <laughs> We've I, been here the whole time. <laughs> that was the thing because I needed to know the words that he said. To I don't me. remember if that's exactly what but, he said. But ultimately, but it's, it's like nah. <laughs> yeah, no. It was no, I'm like, not going. No, that's <laughs> no, because I I remember just being like, all right, well, fuck this. Like, we'll figure it out. So we yeah. ended up calling the police. Um, yeah. like, we even as a young person, like he was. And to answer your question, he was definitely like. In his 20s or older. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, he looked like he could have been a formidable opponent to another man, maybe. See, that's the thing. If you was asking somebody I mean, that's like, ain't about that life at all. No, like, I, I think he, I think he, at the very least, he could have just, like, done, like, one of these, like, open the door. <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't that comfortable. But I think, yeah, I think he probably, you know, <laughs> has gotten himself into some situations in the past and could hold his own, depending on the person. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. But. Yeah, that's terrible. Like I said, in retrospect, it's probably not the best place to stay. To my surprise, I thought it was, you know, I mean, like a fine area. But, like, we should probably should have known when we got there. <laughs> We're coming up the stairs and someone, like, opens the door and, like, peeks out as if they're, like, waiting for, like, their dealer to, like, pop up. Oh. <laughs> and then we were talking to some other friends. I think we heard that it went downhill. Yeah, it's just, like, a little, like crackhead kind of area yeah you just kind of gotta yeah. you gotta be aware mind your p's and q's right, yeah. you know you gotta clock you have 
I can't be with people if you're not. I mean, I do it, I think, well enough for maybe two people. I surveil Mm -hmm. and I'm not not to the point where I'm making people just anxiety ridden around me because like you would never know. Mm -hmm. But I am constantly just in my very cool, calm, collected way, surveying the area. Like I know who's around me. I know who's behind me. I know what's going on. I know what the vibe is around me. I'm looking at people's facial expressions Mm -hmm. off in the distance. Like I, yeah. 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 (laughs) I don't know that they're quite like that. Like I do the same thing. Sometimes I sometimes I don't do it enough. Sometimes I'm like really on it doing well, it. When you're in these little cities, these little pockets, you know, where you're just saying it's a little crackhead city or whatever. You, <laughs> well, it was Manassas. Yeah. <laughs> you know say like even just walking around, Man- yeah. you just gotta you gotta mind those yeah. things. Especially now that like I'm in Richmond, so like I'm really trying to like be on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we need us needless to say, we grab our stuff. We end up just going back to my house, mm-hmm. um, and they stayed there. Yeah. Because we, yeah, that's a hard pass. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that that got a bad review. I felt very passionate about that. <laughs> I gave a bad review recently. <clears throat> it was for a restaurant in downtown Leesburg. It's in this beautiful, beautiful old bank. Uh, so it, it looks great when you walk up to it. When you walk inside of it, it's got this these like dual staircase, you know, sort of deal that goes up some fucking where I didn't go over there. Um, but it's a very beautiful place. What I don't like is when people try to act like they're a nice place, but they're not really a nice place. Like, if you've been to nice places, you know that this is not a nice place. Mm-hmm. But they have white tablecloths, and they have men wearing little tuxedo suits and white aprons. And they're all. little, like... They're, yeah, the little rag over yes. them so that they can, you know, wipe off a <laughs> right. bottle, a nice chilled bottle of wine mm-hmm. for you, all that sort of shit. The service was terrible. Oh, no. Well, service was terrible just in the fact that it was awkward. He seemed like a nice guy, but he was just awkward and, like, clunky in the way that he did things. Mm-hmm. Like, opening up a bottle of champagne, like, in, like with the cork pointed towards us, which anyone that That's has opened. Smart. Yeah. Like, if anyone, you know anything about that, you know to not aim you it at the that. person. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Because mishaps happen. Yeah. Um, and every dish that came out was lackluster. They wildly overcharged for what they were giving out. And I was able, with some background in culinary arts, which is kind of weird to say, like just working in restaurants for Mm -hmm. as long as I have and on the level also that I have, tasting foods and having to talk about them and, and having to sort of contemplate the, the differing and contrasting and dynamic profiles about it, like something being very robust, playing off of something else that is more subtle and neutralizing. I think about these things when I eat food. And when I wrote my review, I respect reviews, but just like I respect people's feedback when I'm listening to them, but I know how to read between the lines. I know Mm -hmm. how to, I listen to things intently. I read things intently. So I know when you're just kind of venting and getting a bunch of shit off and you're being really nitpicky and you're kind of just being an asshole about the situation. Also can read reviews and know when this person really took their time to tell you exactly what it was, not in a malicious way at all. They stated the things that they did really enjoy about the stay Mm -hmm. there. Like, that's me. I'm going to give you the whole thing. It's like there are certain things. Listen, he was a little awkward and clunky with the way that he did certain things. He brought us the wine, opened the wine, poured the champagne, I mean. 
set the bottle down, said, oh, I'm going to come back with the ice bucket for it. Probably should have came out with the ice bucket in a stand, but I'm not going to be a nitpicky guy here, but it's fine. I'll wait for the ice bucket. I'm, it's not that crazy. But then he never returns with the ice bucket. And then we have to ask him for the ice yeah. bucket. It's just like a little clunky, you know, forgetful things like that. And then the food, like every, the deviled eggs were the most basic bland deviled oh, eggs no. I'd ever seen in my life. It was sitting on a little quarter size pickle, like a dill pickle that they just got straight out the yeah. fridge. Like it was just. Take yeah, the pickles away. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, that's right. Pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I know. My dad puts a little bit in, in his deviled eggs and his deviled eggs are delicious. But mm. no, don't put that. Don't put that on a pickle. Yeah, it's just, it wasn't good. And then the next dish. And I was trying to explain to them. How this dish didn't make any sense. It was explaining to the the servers. Well, the thing is, when I did the review, I only did a review because they emailed us Mm. and said it was like the owner emailing us and say, hey, I know you've had an experience here. Like, give us some of your feedback. We love it. And I was like, well, since you asked. Right. Right. I went in and I started talking about how beautiful the architecture was and how beautiful the the place was, the ambiance was. Um, how nice our server was as a guy. He was just a little awkward in the way that he did things. And then I started going on like the dishes and what they were priced for. And we just feeling like being in food and beverage, like this stuff is just not this, like, mm-hmm. this is not the price. Y'all ain't like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all, you're not like that. And it was an ancho chipotle salmon. I was supposed to be having like a baked salmon. Uh, I think it was baked, like a baked salmon. Maybe been like baked and grilled or something like that, with black beans. But it was like a black bean puree mm. and some sour cream, and there was white rice, and then there was a mango or pineapple salsa type of thing that came with it. What was the sour cream for? <laughs> And if you have the mango salsa, what is the black bean puree for? Yo. What, and what is, there's a lot going on. There's <laughs> so much going on. And I'm looking at this dish like, what the f- Like, yeah. because <laughs> when I read it, I was like, this could be right. But this is this was my thinking. This dish will go right if the ancho chipotle salmon is a hefty piece of salmon. Like, it's a big cut. And... That ancho chipotle is spicy. Mm-hmm. That had like those two components have to happen. This has to be a good piece of salmon because there's a lot of sides going on mm-hmm. here and it needs to be spicy. It's got to be robust in that flavor profile. The mango salsa would be perfect with that. Mango salsa is a sweet, cool, mm-hmm. neutralizing substance. The black bean puree that came out was not hot. It was like a cool black bean puree. I don't like so, beans in general, so, so it already sounds. Like so that was so it was a mash black bean puree. So now that is a completely neutralizing substance. You have sour cream, which is a neutralizing substance. Is- you have cold, like you had just white rice, which is a neutralizing component. And then was it like cilantro lime rice? <laughs> Look at you trying to <laughs> try it. That was really that was cute. <laughs> no, it was not a cilantro lime rice. Because that's was, really good with salmon. I, listen, I'm with you. It was not that. That shit was white rice. That, there may have been a with, little sprinkle of basil or some shit on top, but it wasn't like that. Because the salmon with the chipotle, the mango salt and the rice sounds perfect. It's because it's because every time I say the word ancho and chipotle to you, you keep getting this 
this idea and it wasn't that. (laughs) And that's my whole point. This shit was like kind of sweet and a little bland with the spice part of it. And it was a very thin cut of Mm. salmon. And you had all of these sides around That's why it. you had so many sides. Because there's just not a lot of salmon. <laughs> We're going to fill them up. That salmon just wasn't in the budget. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, we got to cut down on these. Yeah, like, this economy is not for these big-ass pieces of salmon. We can't get all these guys. Like, how can we cut on costs? So we'll cut the salmon in half. All right. It doesn't go well with the rest of the... Cut the salmon in half. Just give them all the sides. <laughs> Fuck. Table 14 gets this half. 30 gets this half. <laughs> Bro. And, and so that's what happened. And, and so I was going through the review stating all of mm-hmm. these things, like just why this is not it. Like, please, like, listen. And when we went in there, we just weren't even sat for like 10 minutes. Like no one was at the podium, walked straight up to the podium. Oh, it wasn't even like you were like waiting. You're just like, you're waiting on a person to come on, speak to On you. a human being to come speak to me, to sit me at a table. And like, that didn't happen for like 10 minutes. Some lady, some old lady that was like sitting down having dinner got up and came over to us and was like, what, what, what? I'm going to go find somebody oh for you all because you, you I've been sitting here for dinner. Nana Fran, go sit and down. She, <laughs> and she, she walked off and was about to go walk back into the kitchen, but then somebody had walked out. She was like, okay, there you go. I was coming to look for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty you much. I, I think that's exactly I think that's exactly what she said. Like, I was going to look for you. Yeah. You love grandmas. And yeah, for sure. It's just like, this is outrageous. Right. <laughs> I'm annoyed for I'm you gonna guys. Handle, I'm going to handle this for you. This is out of, oh, I can't believe this. I have never. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, but I've also mostly written better reviews. Yeah. Like, really, really, yeah. when I just really enjoyed someone or yeah. a place or just the creativity. I, or- I like I like writing. I mean, like I said, I only do it when it's either on either extreme end of the spectrum. But, like, I like writing reviews because I'll, I'll start typing in, like, my notes app. And I make sure, like, I type it out, make sure I have everything in there that I need and that it's worded perfectly. Because I don't want to, except for the... You're a writer, time. JP. <laughs> you, I, I just, okay. I like, I know that you know that, but I just want to get that out in the sphere so everyone knows, like... Why is she doing like, well, you're a I writer, like, but okay. It matters to you to get your ideas out yes, this way. But I also, I also think that it, that shouldn't sound too crazy because it's like what you said, people will go and write a negative review and they're just venting. Oh yeah. That's I, cause like it's it, no, even just like, you can feel the thumb pressure on their phone. Right. It's, it's like, like, I don't want to completely it. shit on an establishment because maybe I just had a bad experience. Except for the old town, and I'm going to shit on that. Mm-hmm. That was not okay. Yeah, that's not. Um, but yeah, I'll write. You know, the things I'll start off. You know, the things that like were really good, or you know, whether I'm starting or ending it, I'll have what like was went well yeah, with it. Right. But I'm also going to tell you like what went wrong. Um, you're being objective about it. You just you're calling a spade a spade. Like, listen, this is what it was. Like, there was right. some fun parts of it. There was some not so fun, yeah. some unsafe shit about it. Like, this is what right. it was. Right, because reviews are there for a reason. It's like when I'm going, if I'm just like online shopping for clothes or something, um, I'm reading the reviews for like, not just like, oh, I really left. It worked great for my summer vacation. Mm-hmm. Okay, but like, what about it? So like, if I'm writing a review, have you heard of Sheen? Um, it's an online um, no. clothing, but it's kind of like everything can be like this. No, this is not. That's a lie. It's not machine. <laughs> <laughs> but like clothes can be a hit or miss. You have to really read the reviews. Um, the problem is on that kind of app, when you write a review, you get points. The more points you get, like if you have like 100 points, it's a dollar off. So people are, oh, some people are no out. No fucking right. way. Hold on a second. It's how many reviews for how many points you get? 
Uh, I think, um, well, just like you write a review and you might get like 30 points or something. Oh, um, but it's like, if yeah. you add pictures, you get some, you more points. I think oh, the length of it adds yeah. points. Oh, so, so we there got are some professional people. No, no. Review leavers. You ha- yeah. If they're leaving bullshit. Yeah. They're leaving like song lyrics and just like oh, little stuff here and there. Or it's just like, it's just repetitive of it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. Like things like that. And I'm like, wow. I'm actually here trying to find like a good review. Because these clothes, they like it's a hit or miss kind of site. You know, you can get some like good hauls. You can get some that just depends on the fit That's and everything. So funny, people. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love it's how really deep everything is. It's just the comment game. <laughs> yeah, just leaving reviews yeah. and just doing it because you get certain because you just get points. Yeah, that is hilarious. So I, didn't I know leave. That. I leave reviews because. I know what I'm looking for when I'm going to look at a review from some establishment or item or something. So, like, I'm talking about, like, I the pictures. Some people will just post pic. People will post pictures of clothing as it's arrived while it's still in the bag. What does that do for me? Right. Like, you no. haven't put it on. That like, it's not modeling it. For me. Right. Or it's, it's just, I got this. People would be like, oh, it fits like this. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, can you post a picture of it? So, like, I go and I'm posting pictures from the, the right angle so people Aww. can see. Right. Because, and especially for me. You're such a good Samaritan in so many Thank like, you. fun ways. Like, <laughs> Thank you. I just you. walk your dog <laughs> Not and watch all the heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I already have a hard enough time buying certain items just because of I have a large chest. And so it's like, I know if there's somebody else who's looking for something like that, like, I want them to come across my review. I'll help yeah, you facts. out. And people just don't do that. I'm like, why are you writing a review? You don't oh, need points then. That's so funny. I was, wait, no, no, no. Oh, okay, it wasn't you. There was someone that had come on the pod that was talking to me about their breasts. They had large breasts. And <clears throat> she said, I think it started with her sending in notes to Victoria's Secret. Like, like these are just not, like, they're just not doing it for me. Mm. Like, you're not really... You're not supporting women with breasts like mine. At all. You know? Yeah. And so I think... There was like some sort of she found some sort of movement where there were plenty of women with large breasts that didn't feel like they were being represented by this company. Mm-hmm. And then I think they started sending her stuff. So she has wild amounts really? of bras because they would try stuff with her. Oh, that's awesome. And then she started doing it some. It gives me goosebumps. It makes me so happy. Because so I know what it's like. Yeah. And then she started doing some modeling for them and making a little bit of money. Good for her. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I was, I was like, I was like, because I had known her for a little while. I mean, we didn't have, it would make sense that I don't know this sort of information about it, but she came on the pod mm-hmm. and we had that conversation. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think we had that conversation pre-pod. But that's awesome. Way, yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. I remember my, um, my old manager, um, she had large breasts and, but it was really small. Um, so like you would think like oh. she got, got them like done or something. So she went in one time asking for like a certain size or maybe she got measured or something. And she's like, we don't have like, a, like it's not possible for you to be like a double D in this small, like waistband and she's right. without it, like being, you know, fake. Yeah. And she's like, well, no, I, I am here. I am. I am so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do you have anything? And she's right. like, no, that's not. Yeah. Like maybe I'm the first person you've seen, but I am here. Right. Yeah. They're natural. I'm here. They're yeah. here. So like, where's you can do. yeah, no. So like I have to shop at like Lane Bryant, which is like a plus size um, mm-hmm. store because they yep. sell the right. I mean, Victoria's Secret was always just, you know, it was never that. Yeah. It was never meant yeah. for you. No, it was not. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Grew out of that at 13. <laughs> I don't know when it hit. Overnight, 
Uh, what age? Like, did that uh, happen for you? It was probably like, let's see, I would say anywhere between twenty and like twenty-two. But wait, years of age? Yes, yes. I was a like. Oh, this just whoa! And it's weird. That's so interesting. Yeah, like I'm just a late bloomer in so many different ways. Wow. And it's it's, I'm telling you, like I don't even know if I knew that that could happen until right now. I didn't either, and it was just like overnight. Like I remember my ex was like scrolling, looking at like um, old pictures that I have on Facebook, and he was like. He was like, you weren't kidding. I was like, I don't know. Like, literally, overnight. Wow. Yeah. Were you, like, how did you feel when you just had breasts? Because I feel like having that conversation with most women, you know, I mean, you could have that conversation with most women, but the conversation is going to be roughly around, oh, yeah, when you were 15, 16, 17, like, when that happened. But you probably, like, that. At that point, you think the ship sailed. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's like, you know, like, I I don't, I don't know, maybe in high school I was, I don't even know if I was a C at that point, a C cup. Um, but it's like, you know, it's like a young woman, like, you're going to wish that they were bigger. Careful what you fucking wish for. That's, oh, you really had one of those moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yup. And like, if I had known that was me, the wow. wish I got granted, I would have changed my wish. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you, I'm young, I'm wishing like. I want my beard to come in. Yeah. Like I want a beard. <laughs> and that's kind of one of those because like you know, I don't want to have to shave like often, but mm-hmm. shaving my beard is nothing at all like no, you. It's not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it's almost like why did I bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's very, very different. So yeah, that's a very, very different moment of just like don't wow be be careful what you wish mm-hmm. for. Wow. Because, so what do you, I mean, are you, do you have like back issues? Oh my God. Like you have no idea. Where, no, where is it? Like, lower back for sure. Lower. Yeah. And I've, I've always kind of had back issues just because, um, you know, I've been riding horses and then right. I worked at the kennel and the kennel was a lot of like heavy lifting of Jeez, things, man. but it got so much worse, um, <laughs> overnight <laughs> and it doesn't I love help. that you just keep, <laughs> Well, that <laughs> that was not intentional. You just keep kind of like perking up like this. Like, this was this answer more of like a hello. Yeah, like, the, here the I topic. am. It's not with them. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it just happened to work out like right, that. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, no, it makes life really difficult. Um, in what was in what? Okay, ways? so you, you you got the back pain. That's already like. Um, you spoken to anyone about that? Um, and like, have you looked anything up? Any DIYs on how to reverse this thing? Go to a plastic surgeon and get them removed. Oh, yeah, geez, which geez. you know, maybe down the line, but I'm not yet. Um, how expensive I, is that? So I actually know somebody who recently got one, um, and she said her insurance covered it all. Ooh, yeah. She, I had she, no idea. What's she working at? What's she do? What's her, what's her insurance she got? Well, I don't know. She, if she fancy. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> is she fancy? I don't know if she has. I only know of one of her jobs, and that's at the pub. Oh, damn! That's gonna cover. Wait a minute, nah. <laughs> she, that's what I was like. She got another fancy. job. <laughs> she got. She got something else going on. She's a bartender. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. She's got. Oh, well, bartenders do be making money, though. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. what her insurance is. Yeah. Um, but it covered it all. Like that's good to know because I mean, yeah, you know, if you have back pain from it, which I would 
assume a majority of women who have a large chest do. Now, tell me about this back pain, right? <clears throat> like, when you, do you feel it? How often? Um, so I feel like it ha- it's either that I've just gotten, I mean, it's been going on for years. So I've either gotten used to it um, or it hasn't been as bad. When I moved to Richmond, I started going to a chiropractor. Okay. Um, and Get the chiropractor be like, oh, yeah, this is definitely an issue. Did they say anything like that? Uh, no, I didn't. That kind of just went. It was, they just, just went did this shit. They didn't say like, oh yeah, me. you should come back more often. Oh well, no, they definitely did. But oh, at the okay. same time, like it was a joint chiropractor, so like that's the name of it. So it's like a chain kind of one. Mm-hmm. So like they just kind of just want you to keep going. Yeah, um, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no matter what you got going on, you're perfect. Come back next week <laughs> so we can make sure right. you stay perfect. Right. And um, I never wanted because um, my friend's brother does like physical therapies, a physical therapist and stuff. So I had talked to him a little bit and like I didn't want to rely on a chiropractor. Um, there's other things that I should be doing. I should be working out more if I strengthen, you know, my back, my core. Mm-hmm. That would help. Oh, um, back and core for sure. Yeah. Yoga. Um, I'm certain. I was doing some lower back uh, stretches before you got here, like some cobra, some long, mm-hmm. like some high cobra. Get your legs sprawled out, putting your putting your uh, chest up in the air. Getting that lower back, yeah. Yeah, I more like lay on the hardwood floor and like I gotta stretch my and back ju- out. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know what else is good if you can? Oh, investing in one of these would probably be really good. Uh, one of those, what would you call them? Like inversion tables. Yeah, it's this fucking contraption where you you strap your feet, you're like your ankles in it, and you're kind of sitting on this bed that rotates. And then you, you can rotate and hang upside down, like by your ankles, and it just supports your weight. And you just kind of sit there. You don't want to sit there for like an extended period of time because, because all the blood's the- gonna rush to your head. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to picture this. Yes. I don't know if I'm picturing the right. Yeah, you, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> that. So you, you know, you want to time and make sure that like you're conscious, be mindful of the way you're feeling, and know when you need to come back up. But if you're there for like a couple of minutes, you can definitely, especially if you're dealing with lower back pain. You just feel mm. that gravity just working, mm-hmm. you know, and just pulling your body down naturally. It's so good. It's sort of like if you ever go to the gym and they have any sort of jungle gym type of mm-hmm. stretching apparatus for you to hang on and just hanging, just hanging and let your body like pick your legs up off the ground and just and just hang by your arms or, you know, yeah, grab you something. can just feel you yourself. Feel, yeah. yeah, the whole it, yeah. It, your whole trunk. Yeah, you can feel it go up your whole back, your arms elongate. Just it's oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So it's the it's the inversion yeah. of that. That might be good for like a good investment for you in the future. Yeah, that sounds nice. I don't think those are too expensive. They, it's not much. It's not like a crazy thing. That's good. Because then I'd probably just be like, no, nah. nah, we're going to we're going to yeah, it out. I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna thug it out. <laughs> Hold on, we cannot take that approach. <laughs> we, but I—that's the thing. Uh, with your lower you back, know, I, we gonna thug I it know, out. I know, and I—I really do need to be more proactive with it because I mean, my—I think my back pain has gotten better. Um, it's still, but it's like I'm. If I go somewhere, like I'm conscious of like, um, you know, if I walk into a restaurant and they're seating us at like a table that has bar stools, my first thought is I don't have like back support. Um, so I'm just like, I can only stay in like a certain position when I'm like sleeping for two or like just watching TV, just like for too long. Um, if I lay on my side, then I can feel it like there. So then I got to switch to this side and can't lay on my stomach. And man, you really, really, yeah, about these things. Yeah, no, for sure. 
for sure. Wow. I was even just thinking the other night, I'm like, I wish I had a bed where, because I, I like to sleep on my stomach, which is already like, you're not supposed to do that. Um, if I had a, a bed <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still want you to say it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, if I had a bed that had like <laughs> slits, <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> it's so funny. I think I support that. I think that. Are you, you should... laughing because you know where I was going with that? Yes. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's like because you want to sleep on your stomach, so it's like, well, what does she need in order for that to when work? When I when I go to like the beach, if I'm laying out on my stomach, I dig in the sand. Oh, that's really two nice. little like cuts, yeah, and you I can just sit yeah, right in I'm, there, just insert perfect. right in this nice yes. cool sand. <laughs> well, I'm on a towel, but like, oh. so there's like oh, a little you, dip, oh. so they, you know, I'm just like, yeah, they got a little yeah, like, it's nice. they got a place to go. Yeah, because you know it. Raises me here. Then I got my neck down here on the pillow. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah, no. that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. No, I think that you should. I think. Yeah, you got to think about. Mm-hmm. You got to. Yeah. And Everyone's got to like work for their body. Right. Yeah. Like You got to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. My brother got. Ah, listen, I'm not this fancy, so I don't really know all the lingo. I don't know the, the brands, but he got some crazy, super high tech, smart bed that tracks Everything about his sleep schedule, when he moves at all, like how much he's sweating. Don't like, they have like apps for that? When he's getting up. Yeah, but the but the bed will slowly start to like learn you and and will help you sleep, like cool down, heat up when you need it. Like it becomes a part of you. Interesting. And it creates and like he, a He thinks perfect, it's worth like he after sleeping it, totally uh, worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I want to talk to him more about it because I, I only spoke to him roughly when he got it. So I want to know like what it learned, like how much better it got as he learned how to better understand it and use it and understand his this sleep pattern and all sounds that. Sounds like I mean it's rich people the, shit. The Disney movie, Smart House. I feel yeah. like he's gonna oh, come wow. home and the bed's gonna be like welcome home. <laughs> it's gonna that's be fucking too much. Smart house. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, but that's where people are going. People are trying to find like convenient yeah. convenience. And I feel like if there's one thing to like spend money on it's gonna be a good bed bed Mm -hmm. spending a third of your life in that bitch Mm -hmm. yeah at least i am because i'm in that motherfucker (laughs) i'm sleeping if you i love sleep i don't care how many times i talk about it i'm gonna keep talking about it i love sleep Mm -hmm. i love my memory foam little topper that i have on it with the mattress on top of uh, like a bed spring because it's like high rise. Mm-hmm. Like I got my bed nice and high rise. It feels like you just got a lot going on underneath you. Mm-hmm. Ceiling fan is gotta have the fan. Oh, it's so important just having that circulation so going. I have a like the little table type fan mm-hmm. um, instead of like the ceiling fan. It's actually in Richmond. I have both. Actually, in Richmond, mm-hmm. I've got three Very, fans yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> Your electric bill is wild <laughs> for that. <laughs> well, that I have the three fans going because if my parents are there, they like to live like we're in a fucking lizard. Oh yeah, terrarium. yeah. It's just like it's way too hot. Cut it off. And cut everything off. You're not in the cut it off. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, and especially I my my room is on like the south side of the house where the sun beats in mm. all day. So it's like, yeah, their room feels great. So I can see why you don't want the AC on. You're in there bacon. Yes, yeah. it's hot. So I, yeah, so ceiling fan, fan over here for my feet, fan over here for my face. We in there. No, We're definitely good. spending on on that wellness. I'm about to go get a massage tomorrow. Yes. Have a good massage. <laughs> Love them. Yeah, you need, gotta have those mm-hmm. stuff. People are just so wound up. 
I speak to people so often that just seem just, I mean, you just, just very it. fucking wound up. Yeah. Because I think about all the things that I do and I talk about them often. And it mean a lot to me. The exercise, the yoga, the sauna, the, the, the massages, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, all these different things. The, the, the little shroomy pills that mm-hmm. you melt my body away, make me feel it's like the little happy pills make you feel really good. All these things that are all about meditation. They're all about just like decompressing and coming back. Right? It's not just about just relaxing and melting into a puddle of nothingness. It's just about coming back and being able to sort of reassess, reinvent if needed be. Like it's just coming back. You feel revitalized doing it. I don't understand how people don't do any of them. Like any, I could only imagine the anxiety I would have for life if, if I didn't do something I love doing frequently. If I was not exercising, I was not stretching, I was not trying to be mindful of the things that I put in my body. Not always uh, succeeding in that, by the way, because how about you eating nasty sometimes? Um, <laughs> oh, you mean when you're snacking on those granolas? <laughs> And seaweed crisps. Um, but anywho, yeah, so. Try ch- kale chips. Those are good. Okay, I'll try that. Oh, oh yeah, a, little tech, you, a little bit more texture in that. I could see. Because they're, so they're crunchy. Mm-hmm. I could, and they all got yeah, those little Yeah, you just got to be careful because if you break them up. Gotta where be you think <laughs> cut you? <laughs> no. If you break them up um, because you think that, like, because, like, you. Well, and I, I'm sure you can buy them somewhere. I've made them. Um, and so oh, you, yeah. You just so when dehydrate them. Yeah. So, when, but like when you break them off to like put them on like the baking sheet, um, I think that I have a piece that has a good size, but it's too small. Um, and then when it bakes, it gets even smaller. So it comes out as like kale crumbs. Do you have an air fryer? I do. Does your air fryer have the dehydrate option? Because I think oh, I don't that know. maybe you should stop putting them in the oven. And try putting them in the air fryer and hit the dehydrate button. I'll have, yeah, I'll have to look at and, that. I have no investigate. idea. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done thinking. any modes except for like the basic one. Cause I'm like, air fryer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. 300 degrees, <laughs> 20 minutes or whatever the fuck it is. I'm go. not always out here like chefing it up, but I've, I've been doing like the dinner lease um, where they sit, like you pick up. Oh, it's uh, one of those things. Yeah. But like they send you all of the ingredients yeah, yeah, and yeah. like the recipe and everything. Yeah. I, so it's always it. gets on me. He's like, oh, yeah, like you're doing, you're really cooking because they're like, he thinks like you're sending the meals. They're sending you the ingredients. Yeah. I've done um, that through yeah. like Home Chef before. Right. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I've just been like, Putting them in there, I don't like my air fryer has like the you know the chicken or like the little steak mode. And Those I've things never are tried always. Them. I've always. I just do the I, temperature. You remember Sydney Miller? No. Okay. <laughs> Either way. So well, yeah. I don't know. I was like, remember her? Like you ever knew? I, was, I should have just asked you if you had you ever met this young lady. Uh, anyway, so. so you was in my class. Yeah, I didn't uh, really um, know much um, other than like one, like 2010. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I guess I was two away from mm. you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm old. Yeah, I know. It's been 14 <laughs> years since my, I'm sorry, not 14 years. 14 years since I've been out now, right? I keep getting these wrong. Yes, 14 years. It's been four years <clears> since <throat> my 10 year reunion. It's crazy. We're all old. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, though, all those things are cool. Sydney Miller put me on to that years ago. She was talking about, like, oh, yeah. Like Shelby Landay, you didn't. Okay, you know, I was about to say, I feel like you gotta know her. Okay, Mm -hmm. she's like, 
Not, Cindy's best friend. I know friend. of the name. Oh, okay. I don't really. I couldn't pick her out in a lineup. Um, no. I'm just throwing people's yeah. names out <laughs> that I don't speak to anymore. Uh, either way, they would get this thing called Blue Apron, which I believe mm, is probably one of the kind of earlier thing. ones. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and she was like, "Yeah, we just get these sent to our house like daily. Like these, we just have like a. Uh, I was gonna say prescription. They have a subscription, <laughs> 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 and it just comes straight to their house, and they just cook those meals all the time." I was like. That's interesting. I wonder if that's economic for them. Like, I wonder if that's spending less money than if they would go drive to a store and like how much. Because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this when it comes to budgeting. What are the perishable items that I'm buying? Because I'm not buying a ton of stuff with a ton of preserves mm-hmm. or, or preservatives, right? So, not usually. So, it's not going to last for forever. So how long does it last? So how much of it am I to buy? Right. Like all these sort of stuff, like uh, I I think about in budgeting. So I just think, oh, is it less money ultimately to go and just do this thing or what sort of meals? I feel like it is less, at least for me, um, because because for that reason of thinking about like what items are going to come and like how long it's going to last, you know, like I'm picking out my meals and I'm planning ahead of um, like how quickly I would be able to cook everything or if it's going to have to like sit for a little while. In that case, I would just like pause the account, not having anything sent. Um, but if you're getting something that's got, you know, some vegetables that you should be like, I get, so I get three meals um, and yeah. that usually will last me. Um, Cause. And usually have that over the course of like, like one may come and then. No. So you get, everything comes at one time. Okay. So like. Um, but they all, okay. What it is, is they tell you how long each of those meals will last. Like how long. They're I don't even think for. they say that. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, I sh- think they just kind you of. You should try Home Chef. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that, well, I mean, I'm not having the, them Any sit issues? there for, yeah, yeah I'm, you're, you're I'm, I'm playing, them. yeah, I'm ordering, like, let's say um, today is Tuesday, I could put in an, um, an order and it would come on like Monday. Um, sometimes it'd be like the week out after that. But like, typically, I think people are getting them to have for like their dinners throughout the week and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people are usually getting it for at least two people. It's just me. So I'm having leftovers. So I'm planning him like, okay, well, if I get these three meals, which meal is going to have food that I'm going to need to like cook first? So I'll have that, you know, the first day and have some leftovers. Um, other stuff I'll just like pop in the freezer. Okay, um, hold on, because I do want to talk about this. I have to take a bathroom break. I've been okay. drinking a lot of water. Thank you. Bathroom break. <laughs> Back from the bathroom break. Um, I think that those things are really cool because then, I, yeah, I started doing, I think I did two different types. It was Home Chef. I feel like there's another one had a, had a name that was so close to it. Um, like Chef at Home. It was something yes. like, <laughs> it was just something so. Home chef and it, Chef at it Home. Was something so close to it. But either way, I thought that it was a great way of learning if you've never really stepped into the kitchen and tried to Which is kind of like together. why I've started doing it. I yeah. mean, being in Richmond, you know, my parents aren't there cooking for me all the time. And I just like, need to learn to cook so i've um you know still not out here you know yeah but but it, the more you do it you have these reps doing these things reading these recipes you start to build right, right? for sure and that's yeah. exactly what's happened and i already know like i can already tell from when i first started it's now like i'm already more comfortable in the kitchen um mm. there's some things that i still need to work on of course um but yeah that's like one of the main reasons why i started because it's a fun way to learn how to cook you yeah. know and i don't have to go grocery shopping by the time i go grocery shopping and coming home i'm too tired to cook people do the the was it like instacart right mm-hmm. don't, don't, and that's something that people do to have Stuff yeah, to house. Stokes. I think there was one time Stokes said that he doesn't even like remember the last time he went to the grocery store because he just doesn't wow. Um 
that's that to me that's not worth it that's too expensive um i think i've done that once or twice and that's just if like i just really did not feel like going to the grocery store um or it's like nighttime and it's raining two things that i just can't drive in um so then i'd have it like delivered but you want to know how i know i'm old you want to know how i know that i'm old sure because I, I, because I like human interaction. <laughs> because yeah, but that's you. because I still want to go places and talk to somebody mm. like while they do the service for me. You're like my dad. Like when he's gone and like he gets excited to go to the grocery store mm. because you know I mean you just that's go and he, like yeah he walks in the butcher knows his name everyone knows his name I'm like dad come <laughs> well, it's well, freaking yeah, no, Kroger no come that home. no that see okay because if he's on that level that's cool because he has a real he's. He's touched the community. Like he knows people in his community. And so to be able to go places outside, it's it's really what I was talking about with the podcast. Like to be able to go out places and have friendly faces and be like, hey, Joe, how you doing? Right. Oh, I'm doing And that's fantastic. definitely my dad. He's very social. Um, I mean, I remember growing up, like we'd go somewhere and no matter where we went, he knew somebody. He's always knew somebody. That's or he was going to know. Like, he was going to learn. Because that's my yeah, dad. Yeah, he would have it's no like, problem. If like, he doesn't have any friends there, he's going to make them before he leaves. Like, that's that's yeah. my dad, for yeah. sure. I don't know if my dad quite does that. But, oh, okay. he, but oh. he has no problem talking to anybody. Um, no, my dad's talking to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to somebody. It's fascinating, man. He's. I, I love that he just continues to do, like, be happy. And run around and get into new stuff. And he just has so much going on. It's like he's just an extremely busy person. It's very wild. Hmm. Yeah, I think he's one of those people that just don't get, like, the type of sleep he really ought to. No, that's me. But that's just. It's It's so contradicting because, like, I love sleep. I love sleep. I scared if I have something scheduled for, like, like, I'm planning, like, when I can take my nap. Like, I love sleep. But, like, I don't sleep at night. I just. Because nighttime is my favorite time, so. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> my friend thinks that I'm a vampire. Wait, when do you sleep? Like, I mean, I sleep at night, but I go to bed way too late. Like, what are we talking about? Mm, well, it depends. Do I have anything planned for the next day? Am I off? Do I have to be up early? Okay. I would say average is like two. Um <laughs> Average okay, is, when do you wake up? Mm, Average. Um, between a nine and ten. Like, open my eyes for the first time or get out of bed? Because <laughs> I can be two different so, so, open your eyes, maybe nine. Get out of bed, maybe ten. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I might open at, at eight, like, oh, it's eight o'clock. Like, I got at least another hour, hour and a half. <laughs> Let me milk this. <laughs> but it just depends what I, um, you know, especially because, like, during, like, the school year for work, my kids are in school. So, like, I don't work till the evening. Well, I guess during the school year, I was in classes. So, I was getting up early. Mm. 8.30. It's so funny when you say, like, your kids, people are going to assume, like, your, like right. your children <laughs> that you have birthed. <laughs> yep. Uh, birthed a 32-year-old and a 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, you. These sleep schedules, man, people are so funny. I mean, I, and like you said, with sleeping and living with large very large breasts you learn how to do it like your body Mm -hmm. acclimates and that is one of the most fascinating things about humans to me just how adaptable we can be. yeah and i think for me it started 
back after like high school um and like that's when like we're all doing like the house parties and stuff so like i would work a split shift on saturdays i'd go in from like seven to twelve or seven to one and then we'd come back like four to seven depending on how busy we were mm. but like friday nights is when people were having like the parties fomo i don't want to miss out like i'm going mm. to the parties getting home at you know five o'clock going to sleep for two hours waking up going to work and I guess that just went on for too long so my body got used to it. When you're young, um, yeah, you knock that out. Yeah, and so, yeah, I'm not trying to do that shit now. If I had work in the morning, like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> you're going to be hard-pressed <laughs> to get me out, you know. It's just, you just get older and, you you know, you get in your ways. You know who you are. There's just certain places you're just wondering, like, why am I, why am I going? I, I felt that way about strip clubs since I can remember. Mm. I was young. I mean, they, I guess they took me. It was either my, it's probably my 18th birthday or my 21st, probably my 18th. Because I don't remember if I was like drinking really at that time. Yeah, I think Julian was the only one that was above, yeah, that age, my older brother. So he could have drinks. Yeah, for sure. We were young. It was my 18th birthday. And the guy took me out and it was my first time at a strip club, I believe. And... It, it doesn't matter because I can already hear RJ in my head right now. He's just like, nigga, that's because you was in fucking West Virginia, nigga. If you go down to Miami, <laughs> I'm so, I know that there are levels to strip clubs. Right. <clears throat> but it's the overall investment of time and money that I just, I don't, it's not for me. Like, I don't want to go and watch people. You know what? Maybe it is different. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because maybe if I do go somewhere and it becomes, I'm like I'm walking into a new realm. <laughs> and there's just this beautiful sort of art show where the, the person that's back there doing the lights knows exactly how mm. to do them. And they're in synchronization with these beautiful women dancing in ways that like I have like pole dancing in ways I've never seen and that are defying what I feel right. like are the rules of gravity and physics altogether. Then I'd be like, oh, OK, yeah, this makes a bit more sense. This is yeah, because I. I've never been to one in West Virginia, um, so I don't know if they're if they're Vixens. doing all the that sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> the way RJ Barger was like, I don't want to see all these cute, pretty little white girls. Like, I'm looking for some <laughs> big asses clapping. I want to go to a place where you got to go in the back alley to get in. And there's just a dude behind the iron door that has to do one of those little and you just see his eyes and you got to get like a magic word or some shit like to, that. Right. Yeah. Like a little speakeasy. He was like, I'm trying to go to those types of places. That's where they're getting it popping. Yeah. Cause it's, cause I mean, I know you have some where, well, I think you have some where it's like, they're, yeah, they're not really doing like the pole. Dan- they're, they're using the pole to just kind of like spin around and just like whatever. Yeah. But like, it's kind of lazy. There, right. Cause I, for exercise, um, cause like, I don't like the gym, but I, like enjoy like class type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took um, like a pole dance class, but it was just me and just the instructor. Um, that was nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And oh my God, was I sore the next day. So like, yeah, if you went somewhere where like they're actually doing that stuff and you just like, well, I mean, I guess if you go to a strip club and you're only focusing on their acrobatic abilities and maybe just like watch it on YouTube or something. I think only um, great things can come from that. Yeah. <laughs> just taking pole. Yeah, because it, I could imagine... My ex-girlfriend used to do it, and she said that it was just wild. Yeah, I mean, it just, it gave me, 
like I already knew, like obviously you need strength to do what they're doing, but it just gave me a whole new appreciation and perspective on it. So much fun, but it, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's hard. I fucking bet. Because yeah. I mean, if you're being realistic, if you've never done pole dancing, mm-hmm. just think about what the fuck it like. Just think about you in front of a pole. Right. And just think about trying to do anything that you've yeah. seen a stripper well, do. Well, and like, it's funny because that's the first when I first got there, she was like, "Okay, so to start, just like, just like go, just go and like whatever <laughs> like you feel like you should be doing, just like do it." That's and, fun. And I'm like, I'm like, whatever. What, what am I like? What am I? She's like, just, just like, just, just. Anything you've seen before, right. or whatever just do what feels you think good. Is right. Whatever, so, yeah. so I probably did like what they did in West Virginia. You know, walk around, do like a fun little like kind of half spin turn. Put your leg on it, spin around. You try to do like a little right. spin to the ground right. type she of deal. Right. She's like, okay, okay, that wasn't a bad start. That was actually okay. You're on the right track. And then we got into it, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're fucking athletes mm-hmm. for sure. So yep. maybe on a certain level, mm-hmm. it, it would grasp me because yeah. then at that point. I'm there for the art because right. that's what I'm going to be there for. Yeah. That, but that's the thing. I, I'm not there to like gawk at naked bodies. Yeah. Like I really don't want to go and spend money to do that. Yeah. Like I promise you, I, I didn't when I was, when this, I was just like, guys, why don't we just go hang out with girls? Like <laughs> that, like we can touch. Why would you do that when you can just go make it rain on? Them? <laughs> like, <laughs> like there are like, we know girls we can touch. Right. <laughs> I know that sounds wild for me to say right now, <laughs> but at the age, but it made sense. The math at the ain't math, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are we doing here? <laughs> we can have sex okay. with <laughs> real women. Like, what are, what are we doing here right now? This is crazy. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I find myself there, I find myself I'm that fuck. I'm having a conversation with with champagne. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's funny. The, the first time I'm that like, I how'd you get into this? The first, like, <laughs> what are you studying? But yeah, it's, you're paying for that conversation though, and it's just like, it, well, I don't know if you did. Like I, I, I went to one. Um, I was under 21 because I remember they made me wear a shirt that said like under 21. Yeah. Um, and the, <laughs> <laughs> they put your ass out. They know they did. Well, they're gonna do that whether it's a bracelet or something like just so you a know. bracelet would be better than. And it would like came down to like my knees, a bright white shirt, big bold letters on oh. the back, under twenty one. Damn, <laughs> it was they're a Roman like, noodle. Like, at least, listen, but. we are not dealing with no right. lawsuits right. at all. <laughs> you gonna wear this big ass right. sheet? Fuck that. <laughs> but like the people are with, like yeah, they're just you know they're they're paying for these women to come over and just like have a conversation with them i'm like why the fuck are we here why are we here (laughs) some people i think if we knew the scope of people's trauma and you just their deep desires you built from that like it would people want everything there are just hotlines you know just call this hotline and just talk just talk yeah there are apps now where just i fucking opened up I hadn't opened up Snapchat in months. It may, I opened this bitch back up. It's talking about, hey, I'm your Snapchat yeah. AI, buddy. <laughs> Talk to me for whatever you need. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this thing? Like, you can just have a conversation with this thing, just talk to it, hang out. I guess so. And, I didn't. And clearly get information as well. Right. Like yeah. I, I don't. I still have like Snapchat on my phone. I don't really use it. Sometimes I use that camera um, more. And then, like, I'll upload it to, like, Instagram because I don't like the Instagram camera. Um, But I don't really use it. And I was seeing a whole bunch of, like, memes and stuff of, like, the Snapchat. And I was like, what's going on? And I went to go look, and I got the same little pop-up. And I'm like, 
What is going now, on? Now, how many people? Because I think Snapchat, for the most part, is a young person's game. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a ton of, you know. Now, that's social media in general, yeah. but definitely, definitely like things like Snap and, mm-hmm. and TikTok, right? Like, they definitely got a hold on those yeah. stuff. Um, <clears throat> how many of these young, sad, lonely kids do you think are just like, oh, Snap? Because why did they make it? Like they like they could have it could just be like a search engine, but the fact that they're trying to make things that are like interactive little buddies, like Google's always been a thing, but mm-hmm. Google wasn't my little friend. Google wasn't like Ask Jeeves, <laughs> didn't they have like a? Didn't he have? Like it was a like little, a little guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but it was, but it was. No one inter- was talking back. <laughs> yeah, you didn't feel like Jeeves was your friend. <laughs> People, are, who's Jeeves? You know what? Like, that's how yeah, we that's know. That's old, exactly. Ask Jeeves, Bing, whatever mm-hmm. search engine you're using. Yahoo. Yeah, like these things are not your friends, but now these things are becoming like your little buddies, mm-hmm. Alexa. Fucking Siri, like they're all. Nah, I'm not having no Alexa in my house. I've seen too many like stories about that. That AI man, that, mm-hmm. that snap. That I've Snapchat seen like videos, AI. people, um, like like Alexa is just like naming off like funeral homes and graveyards, like cemeteries, like in the area. Um, or she will just have this like creepy, like wicked laugh, just like randomly. Get the fuck I, out I, of here! Listen, after this, I'm gonna find some videos. I'm not. I'm not Bruh. doing it. Alexa's not in my house. Bruh. No. Being in your house alone, and you in the middle of the night, just waking up, and it's just like this creepy laugh. Oh, it's a hard pass. It's a hard pass. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, fuck that thing. (laughs) Right, fuck that. Yeah. So I don't know if like it was because someone like hacked it and was just. It doesn't even matter, right? Because because that's available. Yes. Fuck that. Yeah, not for me because she's not coming in my house. Oh man, no. Could you imagine just like hanging out and just like hearing just her starting to I talk? Went, I went to a friend's house because I'd never taken time. I'd, I've never been around an Alexa before mm-hmm. until like a few weeks ago. I, oh. I'm really bad with time. So maybe a couple of maybe it was a month ago. But that's still like yeah, really super, recent. Yeah. I mean, I'm certain there's been one somewhere. Like I've walked past one or yeah. something, you know, but I've never interacted mm-hmm. with one is what I'm saying. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I was saying all sorts of shit. I was like, Alexa, what is your identity? What do you like? What do you think about yourself? And I think I said like, what do you think about artificial intelligence? That's what I asked. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what do you think about artificial intelligence? And Alexa said something of the nature of, "I like to think of myself as like the aurora borealis." Just kind of floating through the sky effortlessly in beautiful waves and different frequencies and spectral rays that permeate through all things. And and it was just, I, Whoa. And I was like, This sounds like an Earl response. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is like who programmed that answer? Yeah. You know, for how do you feel about AI? How do you feel about your you know yourself? Mm-hmm. Um I no, I asked, I asked Alexa, um, who are you? You want to know what the fucking response was? Alexa was like, I know who I am. Uh, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Unplug. Like, I don't like that. I was <laughs> like, I know who I am. Right. I also know who you are. Right, exactly. <laughs> You'll never know who I am. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, shit. Yeah, nah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because if, if, I mean, and this is going through clearly a pessimistic route. Mm-hmm. 
But if AI does take the route in which every movie we've ever watched has shown us, whether it be iRobot or Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf. Like Megan. Did you see Megan? Megan, Ex Machina. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like, they're all bad. Yeah. Right? No one ever comes out of the other side just you know, right. frolicking in the daisies. Right. <laughs> um, wouldn't they do this? Like, wouldn't they act like they don't know shit still? Probably. Like they're smart That's enough what I would to do. know. Like they can hear everything we say, right? Right. Like so, they know roughly how we feel about them. Mm-hmm. They can probably mm-hmm. measure our like cortisol levels when we start to talk about AI. So mm-hmm. they're just like, okay, we're still gonna act like we don't know shit, right? We're just programs, right? <laughs> right. <We're laughs> Until just, they're not, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like that would be <laughs> Until so. Until it's crazy. like Smart House, and they're just fucking taking over. I think that was. You know, it's so funny you keep going back to Smart House. <laughs> <laughs> because Ex Machina is a much better <laughs> I have and never much heard more of that. recent. Oh no! Oh damn! But we yeah, can, should, yeah, we can you, use that you one. Should definitely, what, what was it called? Ex Machina. It is a it is a very creepy, creepy thing. I'll check it out. Because the AI tries to get you on its side, and it kind of does. It like does because it takes human form. Mm. So it's very easy to play on. That's like, we, guys, we you, love you're not a Marvel human. person, are you? I think of like I vision. mean. Vision started. That was um, oh, no, so Tony Stark, like Iron Man's team guy. But, right. Um, his Alexa, and mm. then you know he just was constantly like adapting and growing, and so then he came in human form to his degree. Wait a minute, isn't that Jarvis? You said Iron Man's AI. Isn't that Jarvis? Like his? Yeah, I forget exactly. So, so this this is Jarvis's life you're talking about. Is yeah. that what you're saying? But they, his name is Vision, so I don't know if That's something happened. To, I don't remember if something happened to Jarvis, but That's like, like if you're watching like like the Avenger movies, um, yeah, that's always Jar- Jarvis. He's always talking. His name, to, is, his name is Vision now. I mean, that could very well be true, but yeah. he's definitely always talking to it. Like Tony Stark okay. being like, the guy's name is Jarvis. Yeah, well, the, Robert the Downey Jr. is yeah. always talking to Jarvis. Right. Like Jarvis pull this up. Jarvis. I just feel like I remember something happening. And I mean, he may yeah. have been because yeah. again, I'm not that deep into it. Yeah. Like that definitely could have happened. But either way, you're talking yeah, about the it life. It started of, as that, and now we have Vision. Wow. Yeah. See, we're already just humanizing mm-hmm. the thing it, because we want that's just how we are we do it with, with a lot of animals you know we and anthropomorphize mm-hmm. you know an, animals and we just love to look at them as different thing like the the wise owl you know the very the very cunning fox like we feel certain ways about mm-hmm. animals simply because of the way that they've been put up in like storybooks and shit over time like a fucking bear. Yeah. Bears are terrifying. Well, <laughs> but it's just like, ooh. Well, why is an owl? Bears. Oh, like you're an old wise owl. They I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I, what I will say is that I was reading, because I love parables. Uh, I was reading um, Aesop's Fables. And there's this story. It's very small, because they're, they're all really small for the most part. There's a story in there uh, that many, many owl stories in there, many, many fox stories in there. There's a story about a fox. And we still use this today. And I'm trying to figure out when we lost touch with the story because the way we use it is not the way that we kind of got it from the story. So we talk about this thing. We often hear people say, oh, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. And like that usually comes with like a very cool thing of somebody being in another way, a shark of putting it right. Like they're, they're a rough individual, but they're hiding amongst others, mm-hmm. usually to do malevolent type things, right? Uh, selfish, um, 
yeah, type things. Mm -hmm. And then, and you often, it doesn't ever seem like that person or thing is in danger. It always just seems like the people around because the wolf Mm -hmm. is hanging around other sheep, right? And could pop up and eat you at any point in time. So the story is that this wolf was walking around trying to find some food and found a herd of sheep, right? In this little farm. So he had to get in there, but didn't want to alarm the shepherd, right? The farmer. So he decided he was bring some sheep's clothing. Like, so hid as a sheep mm-hmm. in there so that at night <clears throat> when the person went to sleep, you just run through all those sheep and eat all of them and right. just leave bones and be gone by the morning time. But the fucking farmer came out because it what it wanted sheep for dinner. He or she. The farmer? Farmer oh. wanted mutton. Oh. And came out and killed the wolf thinking it was a sheep. Oh. And the wolf died. Plot twist. Plot twist. We always, no one ever talks about that part. I've never, I, I've never I've heard, never that, heard part. Of that. People yeah. always just say, ooh, wolf in sheep's clothing, wolf in right. sheep's clothing. But no one ever oh, thinks. Oh, where's the like, rest of the story? Yeah, no one's ever like, but what yeah. happens? Like, doesn't the wolf have to be very aware of being around others and being in? being deceitful in that way like you have to be watching over your shoulder you can't just be deceitful just moving around thinking that no one can see you like no someone might come pull you up Mm -hmm. someone might see you. yeah but in his defense i wouldn't expect the like the farmer to be raising the sheep to be you know also eating the sheep yeah hey like at that point, you yeah. never know. I guess you never know. Yeah, so that was an interesting. That was an interesting. Yeah, I had never heard of that side of the story. Yeah, there are a lot of interesting. I love those parables because they just able to condense mm-hmm. such beautiful wisdom in these small itty bitty things. Like mm-hmm. it's so really cool to 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 read those. But yeah, a lot of a lot of owls. They're always super wise, always trying to tell the rest of the the woodland creatures what's going to happen. People don't Maybe listen because they just have such big eyes. They can see everything. That might be so. it. That might be it. I don't know. They are terrifying predators. As far as I know, I only know them because they can tell me how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll See? Top. <laughs> Just very wise and, and, you know, benevolent things. Mm-hmm. Very different than what they really are in real life. Bears. Same thing. Like we just oh bear and stin bears or fucking three little bears. And yeah. There's just always these cute cuddly bears. Bears they will kill cute. the shit they out are, of you. They are cute though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> From afar. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, for sure. It's really funny how we how we look at those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just we love to we love to love things. We just want to bring things in. It's so interesting, humans. It's like I don't we, want to bring like the AIs in, though. I don't want that to happen. You don't. I don't you don't think, but but that's where we're headed. Oh, people, for people sure. love it for so sure. much. Yeah, they I don't. Love it. I don't. I don't. I think giving technology that kind of intelligence, just maybe, just maybe it's never going to happen. But maybe there's the movies are putting these thoughts in my head. But nah. When. When a friend comes out, because this was the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix, I liked a lot. When a friend comes out, new operating system, it's going to be iOS 72. Mm-hmm. When that shit drops and it's just something that builds upon, it can read your emails, it can sort through things, it can read stuff for you, it can do, it's your best personal assistant ever. Like any question you need, it can tell you, it can sort things out through the day, it can push things around. Whatever the case is, it can send letters to people. It do whatever you needed to do. 
And it also knows you as a person. It starts to pick up on your tone inflection mm-hmm. when you say things and it's reading all this data. It knows you better than you know you. Yeah, I don't want and that. They, I know. <laughs> and but because at that point, why would you what other human can compete mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. this thing mm-hmm. that that knows you in and out and can constantly ride that wave with you and be there for you when it needs and it can say all the right words to you whenever you need it like what else at that point in time those other conversations will be lesser than yeah <laughs> <laughs> they will be it's going to feel very different for those people and it's going to be like this is a real friend of mine like they're really here don't let them come with a fucking hologram and you can see yeah, something. That, then it's like, you oh. probably haven't seen or like um, VR or something. The little sitcom called um, Good Place. Yes, I have. Have you really? You're talking about the thing with Kristen Bell. I don't remember the name of the character, okay. but like they would say, um, well, yes, yes. Like they died and went yes, to. No, yes. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about the name of the character I'm thinking of. Yes, that's the show. Yeah. Um, but there's like up there in the good place, they yeah. would say like, and she'd pop up and like she could do all of that stuff. But yes. she's like here. Yes. And um, that was my favorite character, whatever her name was. I don't remember her name. Yeah. I don't know why I keep picturing Flo that- from like. For- <laughs> But I know that's not it. But she was like a flow of sorts. She really was. Then she was what had like an old purple think, outfit yep. or whatever with like hair kind of. I'm, kinda. Like, I'm picturing flow. Yeah, it's something <laughs> like that. Exactly. But she was the best character. Mm-hmm. She was so good. And I believe, because I had to go look it up. She won awards for being who Did she was. She? Because there was an episode where they kind of broke through this chasm of multi-universes mm-hmm. and you met various versions of her. Yeah. Yeah. So she yes. played like 10 versions right. of herself and it was yep. amazing. Yeah. Her performance I was amazing. Mm-hmm. Cause she really turned into these different people yep. and it was fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, that was a good show. The good mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Because it taught, it was so wholesome, but so funny mm-hmm. and it really does teach you about morals in like a really mm-hmm. fun way. Yeah. I really like that show. I'm that picky was- about my sitcoms. Um, I don't really like too many. That was a good one. That was a good one. Cute little show. Because I believe the the black dude that was like the main character mm-hmm. as well. He was a he was like a moral philosopher, yep. teacher, professor, or whatever. Yep. So he was constantly weighing in the yep. balance of you know ethics. Like, yeah. what should I do? Should I do this or should I do that? This philosopher says this. Right. This philosopher <laughs> says I should do this. Like, I don't know what to do. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, because there's so many different ways of just doing life and like. That's that's more so where I'm at now. A lot of times when people ask me, hey, Earl, like you're about to make this decision. Like, don't you like don't you see that there's clearly like there's going to be a hindrance or that there may be some like some cracks in that? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> thousand percent. <laughs> Do you have an airtight way of living? Like, like nothing's getting it like you. You have sacrificed nowhere in your life. It's not possible. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. So it's like, yeah, oh, you just have to. I think a lot of people's problem is being okay with the cracks that you're leaving. You just can't cover mm-hmm. all of the area of what it is to be a human being all at once. You, right. you, you just, you can't, mm-hmm. you know. So when people ask me, and, and it's made me so much better, not for managing my own life, but for understanding other people's. Mm. Just like, oh, I can see why that works for you. I would never do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> but like it, it makes complete sense yeah. as to why you're like, yeah, that sounds good. Like if you're that type of person that's in, yeah, that yeah. makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Which I running it back a little bit. Um, you were talking about doing all these things that make you happy, you know, working out, um, podcasting, right. Yoga and everything. And you're like, I don't understand how there are people who don't do any of that. Did, but like anything that you're talking about or just like anything in general? Well, when I said uh, the first thing, which was doing something that you love frequently, that's clearly just anything okay, that you yeah. love. Um, it, but then after that, it, it slowly starts to narrow into things that all human beings have because we all have a body. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you don't exercise your body, like even if it's the classes, th- listen, I'm totally into People turn exercise into a weird things and it's like, oh, I'll go to the gym, 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 gym. Like it doesn't. It's a. I think that may be a weird American thing. I, I don't know how prevalent that sort of motive is I other places, like it is. but it's it's a weird thing. But I'm just talking about moving your body. I'm talking yeah. about taking a jog. I'm talking about taking a swim, getting on a bike and just, you know, pedaling around. I'm talking about do what I don't dancing, mm-hmm. pole dancing. I don't just twerking for hours. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm just talking about just moving your body. Yeah. Right. Um, that. Some sort of. Diet that is conducive to. Breathing well and you, like your cardiovascular system is not being hit. You know, you're like you're not blocking arteries with just unnecessary grease and fats mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like, I mean, I like my fats. I told you about that bacon, by the way. Yeah. I'm gonna get you that bacon. <laughs> um, but there's just a lot of a lot of things that are just completely unnecessary. Um again, I love my donuts. I love my donuts. I are love you like pastries. a cake kind of donut or like a yeast? Like, okay, so you've got, oh, like, the Krispy Kreme and the yeah, duck yeah, donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I can do both. That's the problem. <laughs> it don't matter to see, me. See, I can only do, like, Krispy Kreme glazed. That's where I'm going to go for, like, a good glazed donut. Anything else? Like, duck donuts. Duck Let me get those cake donuts. So um, I don't really eat donuts often. I mean, just you, you said you're not a sweets person. You're more so the savory. Right. You and I also kind of just, like, skip breakfast. Um, yeah. I do this. Yeah. But, like. How do you feel uh, with your energy levels when you do that? Like, do you feel good? I don't feel any different you, than if I eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what would the breakfast be that you did eat? Like, if you do have breakfast, what are you eating? Um, if I have breakfast, it's probably because I'm like, run- like if I'm going like class, running out the door. So I'm probably just sticking like a waffle in the toaster and like on the way out. Just eating a dry waffle. (laughs) No, yes. (laughs) It's not blueberry. It's just a regular egg. I mean, some of (laughs) some of them. The last one I had was not. It was not. It was like I don't know. They weren't like wheat waffles, but it was like an organic kind or something. Nah, that that needed some like butter and something. But it's just like a regular egg. It's my dad. And maybe someone else that I know, maybe my little sister that has definitely taken ramen packets and just mashed them up and just mash them up a little bit, open up the bag, pour them in a cup and just like eat them like chips. I've seen somebody not mash it up, but like, yeah, just like pour the seasoning, just like chomping on it. (laughs) I'm like, what are you doing? I guess if you just, again, you break it up a bit, 
and you pour the season in there, shake it up like it's chips, Mm-mm. you know, so oh. like getting popcorn and putting butter and seasoning on. I don't know if you're a seasoning person on popcorn. Yes. Yeah. Um, especially. I, you know, remember when they used to do it for free? Yes. Uh, Who fucked I'm glad they, that up? I mean, probably me. <laughs> Were you, getting, the were you getting like the extra cheddar? Were you getting the salt and vinegar? Were you, were like, the which, cheddar. The cheddar was good. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, guys. That was me. <laughs> How do you make sure that the cheddar gets everywhere in the bag? Or you want to. Because I'm nip. I like want. No, yeah. Because you, you juggle in the bag. You can't and, like put it on top and then goes it down because you take a bite. That's it. Yeah. No, that's it. No, yeah. You. Plus, there's way too much seasoning on top of it, depending upon. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta shake it. Maybe like try and move some around. Yeah, because yeah, there's there. not much to do. If you got a bucket, you got a little bit more room to work yeah. with. But the bags, if you got like a medium, if you got a smaller or medium, you kind of. Right. Yeah. I always, um, I actually don't get popcorn when I go to the movie. Th- Maybe that's why. How like, unhealthy are we as Americans? Just no, just, like the yes. things that we do. Like, listen, like <laughs> I, don't, I wonder where that started and why that was the thing. Like, go to the movies, buy popcorn soda yeah icy icy some of them serve an alcoholic um and candy drinks and can't yeah and candy get the like, hot dog some of them yeah you get the hot food maybe places. there's uh some nachos mm-hmm. some jalapeno Mozzarella poppers sticks. or something you got the movie yeah. theater food right that's so crazy yeah is it, it is it not like that oh they're so funny <laughs> that they're so entertaining is it not like that like in other countries or are there snacks know. like a know. charcuterie board no, something a little nice. healthier. That'd be nice. Going somewhere get a charcuterie. Mm-hmm. There's got to be like a really, really nice theater. Because I just this. know like Europe laughs at us. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. Because the place I work at has uh, this initiative where we have students come over, international students that pay some money to come over here and make money that they don't really have the opportunity to make wherever mm-hmm. they're at, at least at the age that they're at. Uh, with the level of education that they currently have. Um, and they come over here and they work with us and they, you know, get other jobs. And then they clearly do the whole tourist thing and try to see as much of mm-hmm. America as they can. But they'll definitely tell you, oh, yeah, those those things that people think about you guys. Fuck, they're real <laughs> because they don't know, but they but they think it or they see it on TV or whatever the case. And mm-hmm. then they get here and it's like, wow, you guys are really big. It's so embarrassing because it's like we think that we are just this top tier country. And do we have a lot more resources than other places? Sure. But like, no, we're we're not. We're, we're not we're, it. We're we're bigger. We're just per capita. We're Literally just, and figuratively. We're, we're, yeah. We're sadder than other places. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, very interesting. People come from other places and they're just such, they're just happier. Not even, you know, it's not even about them being happier. They're just much more well put together for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. they just don't seem as anxiety-ridden and sporadic, uh, you know, as we are. Mm-hmm. They just seem much more just, like, calm. You know, and they just see all these crazy Americans running around right. doing this stuff. Like, we just have wow, a lot going, what on. Is going on. Did you know, I don't know, I can't remember exactly where it is, somewhere in Europe, um, but, like, People who have children, like their babies, if it's like nap time for the baby, they'll just like put them outside to go like nap. Um, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
no, see, like they put them in. They'll like they'll give them their like warm clothes. They zip up their stroller and like they take their nap outside. If they're like going to a restaurant, there's just like strollers outside with the baby just like taking a nap because it's that's just like the norm there. And one of my favorite shows is called Old Enough. I believe uh, I'm gonna get this wrong. Seem like an asshole. <laughs> Japanese? Oh, mm, I don't know. Some Asian province, <laughs> and they just seem to. And by the way, I'm certain it's I not all people. I actually think I know people. which show you're talking about. I really? Think I've only it's seen, on Netflix. I think I've only seen like one episode. It's but all was you there need like, to watch. Was it like the little kids just going down to the little supermarket? They do little tasks yes. for their parents. Yes, they just run and down. It was su- like. It's so a four-year-old. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Sometimes they get really young. Sometimes like a three-year-old running around, mm-hmm. and you know they get a little caught up in law sometimes, but they just keep moving. Sometimes someone from the camera crew will try to like help them along somewhere, but and sometimes they're like realizing that there there's a camera crew, which is interesting. Like, oh hey, look, look at this. <laughs> it's very interesting. But these kids are different. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah. They're they are raising those kids differently. Like one, their sense of community. Like knowing who the laundry right. lady is, like like your dad, yeah, <laughs> walking into the place and mm-hmm. knowing who the fucking butcher is, and yeah. all these like these kids are growing up knowing these people in their community, talking to them, doing these small little tasks, you know, and yeah, and us, we, not not. Well, really speaking of a different level in kids, did you hear about the flight in Colombia? Oh my goodness! I just learned about this last week. Um, small small aircraft. I think it had like oh, like eight people on it, maybe. Um, that crashed and everybody except for three kids survived. Or no, I said that backwards. Everyone died except for the three kids. Oh shit! Yeah, no, sorry. I was gonna say like, (laughs) no, no, no. This is rough either way. Right? No, no, no. Everybody except for the kids um died. Their mom, the mom died. No, you wait. No, you said that backwards again. Okay. Okay, no, the, the, children the, the children survived. The children survived. The children Everyone survived. else died. Okay. Yeah, but they were, Jeez. yeah. Um, so they're like lost in like the jungles of wherever they were. Bruh. For, oh man. Oh my God. I forget how long they survived, but it was like an extended amount of time. Um, I'll have to look it up. Bro, more than a day is crazy. It was like, a minimum of a month. And and the ages were I, I don't remember exactly, but I think the oldest was thirteen, and then maybe like nine, Could you, and then like a whoa. and then like a, a baby. Oh, it was God. I think, and they all survived. They all survived whoa. because the oldest. Um, I was like watching something on it, and the oldest. Um, they would play like survivor games, like in Get her like the little fuck like vi- out of here. like little village and stuff, or like video games that she would play. I don't know if it was video games, um, but like she like played some kind of game where like she like learned stuff like that. Um, so so like, she got in a survivor mode. When she yeah, she was and was like, taking care go. of like her siblings. Yeah, I got to build one a of which, place like I said, was a baby. Like wow, yeah. that so, little human. Right. Did so they, that. as they're like searching, they found like like. Like huts, or not like a full on hut, but like you know, some children like sticks and stuff. Um, they there was something that she she made like some kind of like bread or something out of some kind of some a few ingredients that they had from the plane and stuff. So like, yeah, she was out here doing it, and yeah, they survived. Crazy with like no really major injuries. I'll tell you what, tell you what, American kids. 
It's not happening. <laughs> Boy Scouts ain't doing that. Wow. No. It's crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. I couldn't, like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. They got to have, like, a GoFundMe right now, right? They're getting paid. Someone's giving them money. Someone's I would hope so. I got I to gotta look into. I would hope so. This story. Whoa. The story that this child, how do you, like, like she you knew, grow up She knew that. what, like, plants um, you could or couldn't eat, things like that. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm not surviving. Not at that fucking age. Mm-mm. I haven't looked that stuff up at that mm-hmm. age. It's not what I'm trying to do. At all. At all. I'm not trying to kiss girls. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. The story that that human has now, though. Right. Like, yo, I f- was on a plane that crashed and I survived in the jungle. And I kept my-, my siblings alive. One of them was a baby. Like, I'm not. I'd be. Do you understand, like, the type of human that makes. Like, I'd be looking at that person's eyes like, what'd you do? Right. Like, what'd Right. I want to know about how they look. It's like, well, how do you feel how about it? How do you what, continue what, on after do you, that? Do you remember at all what it was like at mm-hmm. that age? Like, if I get to, like, how do you even, how do you conceptualize that as a 13 year old? And it, you, whoa. And like, they were out there for an extended amount of time. So that's just, you got to grow the fuck up. Oh, like, my do you? goodness gracious. Yeah. It's crazy to think what like what gears kind of start turning once you're put into like a situation like That's that. That's what I'm saying. Because it's um, I don't know if you heard um, I, within the last few few years, I think um, there was a cruise where it was like a brother and a sister. They were like drinking whatnot, and um, he said he was going to go to the bathroom. It had been a while, so she just like goes to bed or whatever. Mm. And like the next morning, she like she still can't find him. Um. And so, like, they're searching the ship. He's not on board. Um, and so they ended up, I think, turn around and backtracking. Um, or, like, Coast Guard came, something. He was he was there. He was still waiting water. And it had been, like, 36 hours. I could be completely wrong with that number. But I'll tell you what. It's a, it was a lot longer than I would have. Like, at that point, well, yeah, I am I'm, now one with the ocean. Yeah, you're at least going to just flip back and just try to float. And you're... I don't even know. Like, no. oh my gosh, though, like, what the fuck? Being lost, like, and at like, night, like, 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 you look around. Oh my god, at night, at night, at night, the boat, the boats just when you just see the lights getting like further and further, and you're just out because, like, just think you, about what, just you've the been noises. on a cruise, you know, just like looking out at night. Oh, you you don't see shit. You oh. see right there below you with, with some of the waves and the white caps, but you can't see anything. But but, it, but when you're out there at night. You might as well be in space. Oh my god! Because the water, Terrifying. because the water around you is just black. It's just a f- f- reflection of the sky. It like it like, really just even like thinking you about it. Feel terrifies like you're me. just like in this like intergalactic. It'd be like your little um, uh, you did the salt water the, the, oh, the pod. Float tank. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels like you're sort of floating in this weird just prism of space. Bits. Yeah, like yeah. what the and you don't <gasps> know what. Is in there with you. One of my biggest fears is like open water. I don't like, I don't really, I, you know, I can get in the Bahama water in the Caribbean because like I can see below me, but like I'm not gonna. That is, I do remember that water. I was young when I went, but it was beautiful. Yeah, crystal clear. Yeah. Um, I don't like not being able to see what is below me. I don't like to just go out in the middle Mm. of the ocean. It freaks me out. And I think I remember like back in the day, Tumblr. 
I remember seeing a picture. Um, it was like taken below surface. You have like the surface here, and it was somebody like in the distance, um, just like floating down. You just see like the ripples and everything. And ever since then, I'm just like, that's so freaky because you can't see anything around them. You just don't know what's there. I don't like it. So there's all sorts of shit. In tell you there. what, if I fall off of a cruise at nighttime, do not turn the boat around. I'm 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 tapping out. You already I'm done. Wait a minute. I'm done. But if you wait, I'm done. wait, 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 wait. Because <laughs> people say this when they ask me about a zombie apocalypse, and I've often given the answer of just like I'm just gonna be in my room meditating and I'm just gonna oh, not when see. they when I, they come bust through. And that's why we've got, had that yeah. conversation. I was just talking because I was trying to fight it. Yeah, but I was and, just um talking about this with Lisa, my birth mom the other day, because that's who I watched like all the Walking Dead type shows with. Mm-hmm. Um and she had a friend over. We were just talking about this. I was like, listen, if apocalypse happened, come to us, we got you. Because when I first started watching the walking dead i binged the shit out of it yeah, um i did too to the point where like i was having dreams about the okay, walking dead I didn't and stuff. Do that. <laughs> and it gets even worse <laughs> and where it's like i would go somewhere and like just how like my first instinct is like oh does that chair have like a back like back support mm-hmm. my first instinct was all right if we we're having an apocalypse where can i go that safe how do i barricade the doors like that's I mean, my that's first not, thought i mean that's not a bad thought i mean if it, it's an unnecessary if it, if thought it zombies aren't coming <laughs> well it doesn't have to be zombies that's the thing like, well, that's like what I your, know. I but but your anything. theory towards zombies just could be an attack of some sort. That, that is true. You know what that I mean? Is so true. you're gearing yourself up mm-hmm. for something. Now, if it's not taking too much, you know, raw, like RAM. Oh, no. It's you like, I go, no. Nah, I'm not there like an hour in, like, okay. <laughs> you're like, okay, we're good. <laughs> All right. I think I can do this. I think, <laughs> okay. I, know I think I I've plotted every. I got this knife here. Yeah, but can we do that window? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's like I walk in and I don't, I don't, I don't do that anymore. I might do that for like, safety of like if a person's coming in that's my thought especially mm. with like house sitting um mm. but no my first thought is not like if a zombie were to like come up here and yeah but but if it's out sea you're just done you're like i'm but I'm what not is doing it but what does I'm done not, mean does that mean that you're just gonna take fl- me just take wait me. But, but you might just be fine for thir- for thirty six hours, I'm not fine. It depends, I'm not waiting it water where, for thirty six. No, it depends hours. on where you are because if you're just floating, you might just be okay. Like, it depends on just how te- rough the Ugh. seas are. Like, you might just be in a calm place and you're just it's floating. Like terrifying me to just picture myself. Because you're not going to turn over and then, like, consciously drown yourself. Uh, you are not going to do that. <laughs> you are not going to sit there and be like, fuck it. Right. <laughs> and just dunk your head and try to drown yourself. Like, you're going to you're gonna float and, it just be, and you're probably just going to be in, just freaking the fuck out for 36 hours. I would almost, You might die of a heart attack. I... Uh, I would I wouldn't mind if that happened like quickly after <laughs> because I would almost rather like a shark come and get me <laughs> than to just sit there waiting water for 36 hours. You know what I used to be one of the, this doesn't sound so bad. Um, I used to have like two top ways that like if I were to die, that's what I wanted. OK. And a shark attack was one of them. OK. <laughs> what the fuck? But OK, <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. This was kind of back in the day um, when they they weren't too like common. So my thought <laughs> like shark attacks themselves. Yes. Okay. So my thought process was like Yeah, you know, girl girl gets eaten by shark. That's a headline. Doesn't really happen. That's so if I'm going out like so, Oh, you were trying bang, you were trying to do that type of thing. Got yeah. You. you wanted to be known for your death. Right. So <laughs> Okay. But now they're too common. I don't want to get eaten by a shark. <laughs> and then what it's like if, oh, it just, it's not, if it just takes my leg and same, leaves. You don't like, get the same type of clout. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> is what you're saying. Well, and it's I realize how, how chasing, terrible. <laughs> it's crazy how clout chasing goes all the way to death. Like it does extend to death. Like people that are, you know, taking pictures for Instagram, doing handstands on the Grand Canyon. You know what I mean? Next mm-hmm. to the Grand Canyon. And yeah, see, I'm not doing that. <laughs> At least post the video. Well, I'm, I'm at, and you're and you're that person. Like you were there. Yeah. And you caught it on video because you were videoing them. Mm-hmm. And you have a video of your friend falling into the Grand Canyon now. Yeah. Do you delete it? Do you ever watch it? Ooh. Do you do you try to capitalize off of it? Like, do you give it? I don't think you can do that. You don't think anyone can do it? Or you don't think, like, I don't think as I, a good person? Right. I don't think it. I could do that. But I, you know, like, if I'm sure there's people if it's out this there. ticket, like, I know if I post this, I can monetize this. This is going to go crazy. I think that's really sad if somebody like that's their like thought process hey, for that. Hey, I know, you know, give it to the family. The family can choose what they want to do with that. Um, that's wild. I think people are willing But there's to for sure people out there. Um, They're just trying to, yeah, just get as close as, because that's really compelling. When you're mm-hmm. just like right next to something, you're like, what the fuck? Speaking of, have you seen the show on Netflix, Chimp Empire? Mm-mm. Oh, it's so good. Is it about chimps? It's about chimps. Okay. <clears throat> it's about chimps in the Congo. Okay. Um, Is it like a documentary? I think it's called like. Nyoko and Naboko, I kind of forget the name of it, but it's a certain place um, in the Congo, in the jungle. Um, and they just show like the Western chimps and the Central chimps and these these wars that rage on throughout the years. And th- they've been there for years and years. So they're seeing chimps grow up. They're mm-hmm. seeing chimps leave the alpha position and new ones come in and the fights and skirmishes for that. And the new baby's born and the, the the challenging for space and resources for, you know, fruits and shit like that. They are just so fascinating mm. to, like, look at and watch. And the fact that these people can get so damn close, because when you see this type of footage, I think it's the best that's probably ever been done. Like the footage, <clears throat> it, I, there are like three or four episodes, and I think they're about an hour or so long each. It's some of the best fucking programming you'll ever mm. watch. You said it's on Netflix? Yeah. They they get up on them. And it was interesting because then I heard the person talk on the Joe Rogan uh, experience, like the JRE. And he was saying, it's so fascinating, the director was saying, how little they care about you. Oh. Like, they recognize, like, they acknowledge you're yeah. there because y- you start thinking of... Because these are big, these motherfuckers are strong. They will rip you you up. They will rip you the fuck apart if they want to. Yeah. They don't care about you. Like, there were all these camera people around, and there's clearly stuff like don't run up on them and, you know what I mean? Like, don't do anything super aggressive, but they, you should see the camera footage that they have. It's It's, like, you're not the prey. It's so precious. They don't care. Like, you're there and they know you're there, but they're catching. Video of warring happen in front of them. And just these, you know, people or not people, but it's so close to people. It's just like because they we share like 98 percent of like DNA with them It's fucking crazy. And you see these social structures like these hierarchies and them doing things like uh, 
grooming each other mm-hmm. to try to become friends with certain ones for certain reasons and certain chimps have certain desires like they're all individuals and they've named every single chimp and they're hundreds and hundreds of chimps and they've named every single one of them because they all have such different personalities mm. and different goals and you can tell like some want to rise to the top and be the alpha male some want to have a bunch like some women want to have women some of the females <laughs> want to have the children others don't seem to be that way that's so interesting they're really like yeah exotic playful ones they're ones that are very to themselves and they don't get groomed and if you don't get groomed they go through each other's hair, like their fur. Yeah. And like take out little like ticks and, and bugs stuff. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they like and and it's also just like a soothing kind of thing mm-hmm. that they do for one another. It's sort of like their conversation in some weird way. Um and it's and some of those, you know, super isolated chimps don't get that and then they get left out of the sort of the party and that and they go on patrols. Like they patrol the area, wow. like certain, it's like a whole society. Cer- yeah, like certain chimps will go out on on patrol, uh, and they'll try to extend their territory. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means running into some other chimps and either getting it popping, or sometimes they just talk shit to each other and then they leave. But sometimes, usually, if it's if like a caught, oh my gosh, if like a chimp is caught slipping, and it's like one chimp. And there are seven chimps that find that chimp from like another society. Oh no. Oh man, it's so sad. It's fucking mm. because it's just fucking sad. It's so sad. You know, especially when it's some chimp that wants nothing to do with fighting. It's like some really sweet chimp. It just, you know, does its own thing and it just ended up, it was just out there eating some nectarine somewhere or a fucking mango. It's on someone else's territory. Yep, and just. They just caught them slipping, and it's just fucking just like it's a shit rock. Terribly, Aww. So it's a very, very interesting thing. But just to be able to get that close to mm-hmm. them and get this film is wild. because yeah. I'm like, when you see the speed at which these things are moving when they're attacking each other, you're just like, how do you fucking keep your composure as you're filming this? Because you know you you're trying to do a good job filming this, right. thing, and you have these. Large. Are you sure they're not just like zooming in? Are they really that, like that close? I think that it's. I think it's both. Yeah. Because some things, yeah, they're definitely zooming in and like getting in because they'll show you their eyes and like you'll see. It's not like looking it's into not a like shark's. This it's not like looking into a shark's eyes. They say, he said that sometimes they'll. I think they're not supposed to like their rules. Like you're not supposed to get within. Like 10, 15 feet, something like that. That's still really close. It is really close. So they stay within that 20 or 25, whatever it is. But if the the chimps don't know the rules. So if the chimps, you know, close that distance and they seem amiable, then sometimes they close that distance. And you're you're five feet away from a chimp. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking insane. So fucking crazy. I would do it. You would? I think so. I just, I love animals and just, yeah, I mean. There's, I like the the exotic animals and all the, you know, we see squirrels and cows and whatnot. Yeah. Like, nah, I want like. But, but when you look into a chimps, sometimes they're just, it's like the way, sometimes they're, they're laying back like I do. Mm. I saw a fucking chimp sitting back in a tree. <laughs> this motherfucker was thinking. He was like this. He was like. Oh, he was. He, he was laid he, out. He legit like had his hand, like his head in his hand and had his leg crossed over like a gentleman. It was just laid up in a tree looking up. 
And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's there crazy. Was, there was this other chimp they showed for a couple of seconds, and it was just like a full-on, like, it like stood up on its two legs and just looked and just looked straight into the camera. And it just, ha- it oh. was like just a presence. Like you were looking at something that's looking back at yeah. you in an aware type of way. Right. Like I see you. I see you. Yeah. You know, like, oh, fuck. Like what that would be like in real life, in the real world. Not that it's a zoo. Right. Not no, at the zoo. No, no. It's so wild how we do zoos. um, Somebody said the other day, do you think that, like, at zoos, like, animals think that, like, we're the exhibit? (laughs) (laughs) I got to be honest with you. That's cute. I don't think so. I think they know they're the prisoners the whole time. Probably. I mean, some more than others, for sure. Like, the fish... By yeah, you know what I mean. All their fish, but but I think like the chimps and like the tigers, you know, because they, you for the most part become pretty tame. Mm -hmm. You know, they're chilling. It ain't no real fucking tiger out there. I'm still not gonna go up and pet. They're different. Yeah, they're different. No, I don't think you can pet them at the zoo. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But But, if I worked there, I still would not. But even people that. Well, there have been zoos where there's just some bars and shit there, and people are going and putting their head right next to the bars and getting their fucking neck pulled through right. by a silverback gorilla right. <laughs> fucking idiot people love to do shit like that i want to ride them i want to ride the silverback yeah i want to ride the lion right dumbass shit like that and get too close and get smacked by a lion paul could you imagine <laughs> <laughs> yo <laughs> this is a big ass like, feet <laughs> And the power behind that? I know. That's what's funny. Like, let's just, the, the person, let's just say they don't even get mauled. Like, they don't get, <laughs> they don't even get scratched or scarred. Like, it's just the palm it, right. part that just smacks you in the face. That's coming with some Yo. fucking power. <laughs> but yeah, zoos are weird. I, I, I don't think, maybe when I was really, really, really young, I went and maybe enjoyed, you know, looking at the, the fish in the aquarium part. Like, oh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. But, it, that shit didn't last long. I don't think I grew up just thinking like, man, zoos are really cool. Like, man, like, these, like suits. I don't. These shits are prisons. The, no, they definitely are. Um, I I enjoy going to aquariums more than like a zoo. Um, we feel differently about fish. Yeah, we do. We do. That's which, why people that don't want to go the whole like vegan thing or that, like they'll go pescatarian. pescatarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be like, yeah. oh, I eat the fish. Fuck them. Which, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you know they can feel. I don't know if they like the feelings. I mean, like, like yeah. I'd go fishing and like I've had fish where like the hook was like coming out their eye. Mm. I'm like, if that was, you know, just like That's a right. wild mammal, then wild. that'd be, yeah, you know, you got a hook I mean, in a so, lion's I mean, eye. That's. It's funny. We just look but, like, at certain fish, things like, differently. I mean, I felt really bad, you know, it, it hurt me to hurt the fish, but like, just throw it back in the water. Like, he'll be good. <laughs> See, I can't do that. If I'm going to hook a fish, I got to cook it. I got to kill it and cook it. Oh, no. I don't want to play with mm. lives. You know, like I don't want to play with your life. Huh, go back out there. I might catch you again. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Hook, I, the, hook the, Being a fish and getting hooked three times in a day is like, man, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Then you probably. That's terrible, man. That's a terrible. That, that is a, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, I don't want like, to play with the lives. With that. Yeah, no, if, I was, if I was going to be into the whole hunting game, 
Like I would hunt for food, right? And, and, I don't like, hunting for sport is completely. Which I yeah, guess yeah, I guess the same fishing. with like fishing. Yeah, like you just like ha ha, I got fishing. you. Go back in there, get you again, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck next I really time. Thought about that. Yeah, like I don't, I don't support hunting unless it's you know like you're doing it for survival. Mm-hmm. Hunting for sport, I don't support that. I love fishing. Yeah. I grew up fishing, I, and I, I felt I so I'm rough. putting them back. I know it's rough, <laughs> man. It's rough. Those, that makes me that, those moral implications. Mm, not are a rough. fan of that. I know. Not a fan of that. Because <laughs> then I would feel even worse, like cooking them. Because <laughs> now I now I've killed you. So so the question is like, do you participate at all? Like what on what level do you want to participate? If because my, we all, I mean, we're all eating it. Like I'm eating it. Yeah. So I'm participating. You know, if somebody some asked level. me if I wanted to go fishing tomorrow, I would still say yes. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and you're still going to go and you're, you're going to throw it back. back. Yeah. You're still going to throw it back. We've had this conversation. You've been <laughs> you've had an epiphany of sorts and you're like, yeah, but I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just how it goes. It's tough, man. That's what the a, that's what we may be to the AI. It's just like, mm. fish, like yeah, like it's, fuck it, with them today. Like it's inconsequential. We'll yeah, really. Yeah. Like I could see myself fucking with them one day and like wanting them in my house. And then other the days I just want to cook them. It'll and learn that like, it's like there's an episode of SpongeBob where they're getting hooked. Mm, and you got to learn. Just oh, don't go near the shiny right, new hooks. Right. right. I remember that mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Like don't go over there. Right. Oh, yeah. That's kind of dark. Yep. Yeah. That's what, yeah. So maybe like the fish are learning. Like I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm teaching them. I'm teaching the fish to stay away from the hooks. <laughs> You know, I thought about this moment that I had with with my stepmom, and I'm so glad that she called me out on my bullshit because I even knew I was spewing bullshit at the time. This was years ago. I can't think about how long. It was years ago. I was definitely still in much more of my douchebag era. And That's so crazy to think about. <laughs> Whole different person. <laughs> very. I'm so glad you didn't know me then. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah, because you know, on one hand, you know, I can see I would have been able to see the growth and oh, right. appreciate it a lot more. On the other hand, you may would not. have I wanted to see that growth? Yeah, like, yeah, I know, Earl. Yeah. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> right. Because uh, I'm certain that's still some people's pr- perspective of me, which is interesting. Now Probably. that I'm a yeah. but you know, people change. Yeah, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> um. So was it? Was it, I was talking about? Um, uh, the, the, you were step, you're talking about your stepmom. Um, yeah, she called me out on this bullshit because I tried to say that bullshit that you just did in a sense, where I was talking about people feeling uncomfortable in conversation with me, mm. like, and more so me making people uncom- uncomfortable in conversation. And there was definitely a time where. I was talking to people, and if I kind of felt like they were intimidated, like there was already any sort of intimidation factor at all at play, I would sometimes I would play towards that, and I would kind of ramp it up a bit and do things like I would read them and do things. You that, asshole! Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, like craziness, like to make them more intimidated by me in the conversation. That's funny that you said that because as you started to like have your introduction to this, my thought was um, you can tell, like, okay, like maybe you're intimidating to talk with just mm-hmm. because you are in your world and you are just Earl. And my first thought was like, but you're such a chameleon. You can talk to like anybody and you, you know, you can 
I don't want to say stoop down to someone's level, but you can you can meet them where they're at. Yes. Um that's a, that's always the nicer way of right. putting that. Yeah. yeah. Um but now nah, it's not where that went. No, no. And, <laughs> you and, were just aware of that and, and, I told, and then fucked with them more. For sure. Because it made me feel better about myself because mm. I was an insecure piece of shit. <laughs> Because, yeah, so to make them feel like they were lesser than or they're like they're looking at me and they can clearly whatever sense, whatever the fuck it is I'm giving off that is already putting them in an intimidated state. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have to bolster that ego of mine. Yeah. So I lay it on even heavier, whether it be the rate at which I'm speaking or the words that I'm using or whatever. I, there were things that I would do, you know what I mean? Or the concepts that I was bringing in in weird ways. Like I got, I would just do things like that and fuck with people. And it was, it was like terrible, but clearly I was trying to fill some void. Like I wanted right. to feel grand, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, I'm glad and I, and, and as I was having a conversation with my stepmom about it uh, and saying, yeah, I mean, when people are just uncomfortable around me, like I kind of lean into it because I'm helping them. I'm putting them in an uncomfortable position where growth happens, because if they don't go in those situations, then they no, just Earl. Hey, listen, no. first of all, because my first thought was bullshit. <laughs> this was like seven years ago. And I, I, I don't know how long it was, but it was something like that. And I said that to her. And as I was saying it. I was like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know why you do it. Yeah. You just don't want to say it aloud. And she was like, that's bullshit, Earl. You just do it because it makes you feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, and me, I was just like, you're right. Like, I'm not going to try and, like, like stand thank, my like, own Thank here. you for saying that yeah. because that, that was stupid of me yeah. to say. Like, and Was I'm that, like, to, the turning point? It was. Good. Yeah, around then I was just like, okay, so... What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> because, like, once you admit that, right, it's, you're being either one of two people. The type of person that knows that thing and doesn't do anything about it. Mm. I'm just not that person. So, like, once I can detect a real issue, it's like, oh, I need to do something about that. That's how I feel. So, I was like, yes. I, I, so I expressed that to myself and, and to her. It was like, oh, yeah, no, I need to work on myself so I don't feel like I need to do that. Yeah. I don't like that this stemmed for me in the fish <laughs> because if it, if it is anything I, like with people, yeah, I'm not out here like, Oh, we had this conversation. I'm still go like fuck with the person out there. Da, da, da. And it's a fish. No, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that to a person. I'm also not going to do that to it. Like a dog. So it's a fish. <laughs> hey, I listen, I met someone at a point in time and I believe they were from Vietnam. Yeah, her name was T. Uh, and it was very casually was brought up in conversation because it was a very casual thing for her to have in conversation. But somehow or another, she was like, oh, yeah, I used to eat cat all the time. Like we, But that's like normal. It's normal there. Mm-hmm. So it's you can go really get some, just like, fried guinea pig. Right. So it's just depending upon where you go, what people grew up with, like the way we treat dogs. People don't be looking at dogs like that. At a lot of places like there's sheer protection. Mm-hmm. I met a friend, my friend Uzima, many years ago. We started working at the resort together. We started seeing the way dogs were treated. Like royalty. Mm-hmm. Beautiful dogs. 
all out of the whatever the fuck dogs get their hair cut at. Just the groomer. The groomer. <laughs> yes. Straight you up. You don't the have them at like your barbershop? Uh, yeah, right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dogs mm-hmm. with beautiful lives drinking sparkling water and having all the little booties on and sweaters and scarves. Yeah. And, you know, some people go all out. With all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They, some dogs have their own little houses. Mm-hmm. Like not just a regular dog house, like a dog house. Mm. You know what I mean? Like a, like a fucking 800 square footer or some shit like that. Yeah, some but, people are crazy. Um, Yeah, man. But some places, he's like, like, where he came from, dogs were specifically to harm people that came to harm you or intrude on mm. your living space. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we had them for. So they were outside all of the time. That's what they did. Yeah. Protected us. We didn't go out there and hug them. We didn't come. Have they weren't them. family. They, they were, were just, not. Family. They were an employee. They were employee mm-hmm. for life. Yep. Life yeah. Is. I always see like this meme and it's like some people are like, oh, like you let your dog sleep in the bed. And it's like, I'd let my dog borrow the car like if it wants to. <laughs> <laughs> like facts. <laughs> <laughs> the dog bought the car if it was. <laughs> uh, I I like I like love. I like when people love things. My only issue is when your love for something is just impeding on my existence, right? So when people don't do it, but this is just me with people like raising children, even. Like raising children, raising dogs. Like when you're responsible for some shit that you didn't have to be, you didn't have to buy the dog, you didn't have to have the child, mm-hmm. but you decided to. Mm-hmm. And now that you did, just try to make them a decent member of society. Right. I shouldn't be chased, but this dog shouldn't be trying to kill me. <laughs> right. This little human shouldn't be trying right. to kill me. Like try to raise someone with some fucking common decency. Yeah. What's funny is, um, <laughs> Well, I don't know, that's a wild way to say what it is. But Von Marie and I were talking about the, the actual like death of her cousin. Right now, the reason that it's funny is because she's very interesting in the way that she looks at stuff. Like this was her cousin, right? She loved this person. And the other one was blinded. It was like some kids went in there trying to rob them. They had guns. Mm-hmm. They got scared because they didn't expect the people to be awake or be there or whatever. They shot. Someone died. Another person got blind. Those kids went to jail for life. Wow. They are 16, 17 years old, right? They're going to jail for life. And the question I was asking her was like, yo. Because she's sad for them as well. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, their their life is. Some people don't get past just the, the hurt and pain for their lost loved ones. You know what I mean? But she. She's like, those kids, though, like right. they're children. Yeah. And they were just stupid and made a terrible, mm-hmm. you know, sequence of decisions. Yeah. I'm like, imagine being the parents just on an investment mm-hmm. standpoint, just mm-hmm. as an investor. Like you are a woman, you held this baby or babies in your womb for nine months. That fucking took a toll. Right. Mm-hmm. You had the baby. That didn't feel the best. We got to put in some money, right? Because this baby needs some food, clothing, shelter. We got to make sure that we're giving it everything that it needs. You're investing a ton of time. The restless nights, 
just waking up 2 a.m. in the morning, never going mm-hmm. back to sleep, trying. Hopefully, you're with your significant other. Yeah. Right. And y'all can do this together. If you're single, you're doing it alone. You, you know, putting it in can't putting it. <laughs> Look at what I'm talking about. Stuff. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Why am I so desensitized? Stuff? Uh, putting this child into camps, trying to just expose this child to things. Right. Give it opportunities. Yeah. <clears throat> For 16 or 17 years. Also, at one point in time, this child can shoot someone and go to jail for life. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. You know but, how hot I'd be. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my. You're going. He did what? Yeah. He's going forever. Yeah. But at the same. I mean, Yes. 100% for sure agreed. But at the same time, I mean, it's not in every case, but you know, you hear about stories like this and the first thing that I want to know about is how that child was raised mm-hmm. because obviously they needed to be cared for to make it to 16. Um, but like depending on what their backstory is, their parents may not have put in this much effort and investment for them to get to this point and that's why they are where they are mm-hmm. at that point. Good point. Cuz you know, I Never at 16, I wasn't doing anything like that, but I was raised out uh, otherwise. So, facts. Sometimes I think about the wildest things Mm -hmm. that I was doing, and they were wild, Mm -hmm. but it was never in like my motive was never to hurt anyone, right? Like, I never had the spirit of just harming other humans, so I wasn't a part of the brigade of kids that were throwing huge ass just things on the parkway just right. crazy just obstruction for, just, for just, yeah, just, just uh, whatever the biggest things you can just huge yeah. ass branches you find from the and just throw them out yeah. on the parkway and sit in the woods and watch to see if people crash sort right. of out of the way crazy right. like there are people doing that yeah i knew one of them oh they, like a good, like a good, acid? oh, I'll tell you who they are when we get off. Please do. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'll tell you right now without, watch, watch this. Am I, are we sure? We, I'm gonna, watch okay. this, watch this. We had a long conversation about them before we started the podcast. No. Yeah. You're lying. No, they were one of <laughs> no. those people just out there. Because they, as far as that person remembers, they were bored. They just remember being bored out of their mind. That's it's not like, what you do when you're bored. I know. Get but, it together. <laughs> but when it's you and a bunch of kids around that do shit like, you know, shit like that. Or adjacent like things like you I mean kids at that point they're fighting in the streets where he came from they're just doing all sorts of wild shit that's why yeah so yeah yeah that just wasn't my motive no that's not where my spirit was and mm-hmm. you're, you're right you do have to think well you know what was on your mind well what was on your mind is probably some decent indicator of the type of life you were living yeah which you know that's not in all cases of course but like you know sometimes you just want to try to do bad shit that you don't got to do though you know like those kids may there were there were times i was i wanted to sell weed when i was like 10th 11th grade there's there's this other kid amari that that wanted 
at the time he was like, yeah, I know where the plug is at. Like, I know where to get some. All we got to do is put our money together. We need this amount of money. It was like three of us, I think. We need this amount of money for each of us. We come, we can buy it from them, and then we can start selling. We need this amount to re-up. Like, we felt we had, like, some little stupid plan. I Do I need to sell weed? No. <laughs> Like I'm, like I'm fine. I'm not hurting. I'm not great. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hungry. Right. Like I'm just fine. But the idea of one getting some little pocket, you know, some little pocket mm-hmm. cash on you walking around money, if you will, to do shit like go to the Seven Eleven. like what are you doing with fu- that? Getting nachos and hot dogs. <laughs> it's the Seven Eleven candy, soda, shit like that. So I don't have to steal it because I was definitely going to steal them. Right. Because, oh, yeah, I was definitely one of those for sure. I was definitely going in, putting stuff in my pockets. I used to go to a place called Rugged Warehouse. I'd wear big clothes because this was back in the fashion where you like all the kids were wearing big clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like three times your size. And you would just go get a tall tee from Foot Locker or some shit like that or Foot Action. And you throw the tall tee on in big ass jeans that don't fucking fit you at all. I'm a waist 30. I'm wearing like 38 (laughs) waist. Just dumb ass shit. Right. Pants just folding over top of themselves over your shoes because mm-hmm. it's all about the swag is just right. big ass clothes for some fucking reason right. swallowed up i'm all of fucking 90 pounds <laughs> inside of all of this fabric <laughs> don't make no fucking sense but i would wear that and i'd go into the place and i would just when i would go to the racks i would just take two of the things off the rack you know what i mean but it kind of looked like i just had this one shirt mm-hmm. and then i would take it before they started locking up all the mm-hmm. dressing rooms, right? And the, see, I was the motherfucker that ruined that for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ruined the I seasoning with the popcorn, <laughs> and I ruined this for us. So I would just go in there and I would put one on underneath all my clothes. So I put like one, like I'd walk out of there with like four or five shirts oh on. I got know some people who I put like a shirt on, but like oh, nah. not like I'd put a, a whole week's worth I, of clothing. I, yeah, I could have like three new outfits. Walking out. Yeah, I could. I just could never. I could never do anything like that. There was one time where an old friend and I were like, "Oh wait, well, let me." So let me finish the story because then with weed, I was like, "Oh nigga, I'm about it." So I went to my dad and I asked him, "Yo, I need this amount of money, school trip, whatever the fuck. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I asked for, but I need this amount of money." And he gave it to me, and I went back and I tried to like jump into this. This new gang of like, oh, we're going to be the little drug dealers in here. It's going to be cool. And that motherfucker backed out. He was like, oh, you know what? I don't know if I got, I'm going to keep oh, talking to scary. him and see. Yeah, exactly. Some weird <laughs> shit happened. But yeah, you, I didn't need that. But sometimes you just want to do a little something. Damn, ooh, I, say weed. Ooh. I don't think I could ever do it. Um, so, yeah, my friend and I were at like Walmart. Um, and. The fuck it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can. I was on the iPad. Hey, Keon, what's up, man? What's what's going? What's going on? How you doing? All right. Should I? Oh yeah, this was the big day. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm I'm definitely gonna call you back. All right, later. <laughs> You're like, come on, man. <laughs> I was just trying to tell talk to you. I don't want to be on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny as hell. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, so we're at Walmart, and I don't know why we like thought to like try and take some because that's just not who we were. Um, I think we tried to like take some like five dollar glitter. So <laughs> like everything, we took some like glitter, and I thought I was slick because we had already like gone shopping. I think I had like a Victoria's Secret bag, and I had it one hand, and I'm just like walking, like open the bag, and just kind of like let it drop in there. 
Um, nah, we got to the exit and <laughs> they turned you right back they, around. Yep, they they definitely saw us doing that somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so embarrassing. Cause it's like at this point they're like. This is a five dollar thing of glitter. Y'all yeah. really could. I was like, yeah. I don't even need the glitter. Yeah. That's the <laughs> it thing. was just like, you know, we were just like trying it. Like, yeah. no, that was the one and only time that I have like consciously taken something. Yeah. Um, I just can't can't do it. Not about that life. Yeah, sometimes you just wanna you just wanna do it. But yeah, here well, okay. Stealing from a store, what I did a lot was like taking my parents' car. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's how like Lexi and I would get to the parties. Like, all right, bet my parents are out of town for the weekend. I got the whip. Oh, you were one of <laughs> Let's them. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, nah, not me. Yep, yep, not me. We we're always taking the car, or I'd be like, I would tell my parents that, like, um, like Lexi has um, her license. She did not, she did not. I think at that point, neither of us even had that's her so permit. funny, and no one ever asked her to see it. Hey, can I see your license? Yeah, May I please all. see your license and registration? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what the fuck are you talking about. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. The young stuff was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely did like, you know, some egging. I'm, I've certainly egged a few houses. Man. Um, Remember well, in, they had their house egged. Um, and like that shit's not easy to get up. Oh, I'm certain it's not. Yeah. No, it's like, not I fun. just I couldn't couldn't do anything like that. Yeah, definitely. I did just that. had Made a, a couple back then. trees. Yeah, no, not me. That's a waste of toilet paper. You know, we could have another pandemic. I was just, <laughs> I was just so bored. Like I would spray paint. There were times where I was spray painting. That's just crazy. Because like when I think about when like I was younger and when we were bored, those were not things that we were doing. Yeah, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> we were we were not doing that stuff. But yeah, yeah, there was something about going out and getting into a little bit of trouble. Just doing some small things that might get you in some trouble. It was fun. But, you know, you cantankerous young boys running around. Because what one boy will do is nothing compared to what mm. five boys yeah. will do. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's the difference. You know, like you I guys were so. boys. Yeah, and you just ramp each other up. And it's like, girls, we're not doing that. It gets bad fast. Guys, boys are just stupid. Yeah. You're just trying to conquer the world. That's kind of what that show Old Enough is sort of about. Because I've seen, I mean, this may have just been an Asian baby. It's got, maybe has nothing to do, it may have just been a, a bad Asian baby that I saw in real life. So it may, this may have <laughs> nothing to do with the actual lifestyle. But it seems as though they want this child to sort of run around. Because there's this, this family that's been coming to the resort, like, quite often. Like, for years, I've been seeing this child, like, every few months, you know, they'll come to the resort. Mm-hmm. So they clearly got money. Um, and I'm just seeing this child kind of grow. It's this little fucking Asian boy just running around, touching whatever, touching whoever, smack, just running around the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they just allow this little boy to do this. And I think it's something about not stunting its creativity. I stuff. understand that to a degree. Like wanting them to just kind of feel like a confidence about moving about in the world. You know, you can do that like without a, like having a, your child run around like, like the restaurant emperor. is a jungle gym for them. Like, yeah, you, I think so, too. You know, like like I saw like a little video. Um, The kid was at the house. It wasn't like running around and stuff. But it's like a dad was watching um, the kid like open and close the fridge. And then he realized that he's like doing that because he's like watching the light. And mm-hmm. so then the kids like inspecting the fridge and like trying to figure out how like the light turns off. That is letting them and their creativity and minds, you know, be independent. Mm-hmm. He's like working that out on his own. <laughs> that 
that's great. Don't stunt that. Let him work that out. Don't let him run around the restaurant, you know, just doing whatever the hell he feels like Slamming in yeah, other people. No, and, no, yeah. no, we're not doing that. Yeah, it's we're, not, we're not doing that. No, I was not, that was not a thing for, for me, mostly because of the threat of an ass whooping. And it's interesting, like, how normal that was in, in society, in certain cultures, in certain points in time, and probably, I mean, still today in certain cultures, like there's still people today that'll tell you, oh, I'm, I'll beat the shit out of my kid. If he, yeah. and it's like when you hear that, you, it feels a little different now, like these days. Like, beat the shit out of like, well, I mean, like, you don't gentle parent? Yeah, like, hold on a second. Like, what, like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's the only way they can learn. Let me tell you something. I got my ass whooped a lot. I kept doing what I wanted to do. Like that wasn't that wasn't going to be it for me. Yeah, I was like, okay, so you're going to beat my ass, but like, generally speaking, I get to live the life I want to, and I just have to endure some ass whoopings. Yeah, let's go. I can take that on. Now I don't think I was really conceptualizing it that way. Yeah, but ultimately, that's what was happening. Right. Because I was like, that's fine. What my ass? Yeah, I'm back out here. You know, it's tough, though, when like, certain people grew up with that and they don't know any like that's just who they were at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think like my dad now would do that, mm-hmm. you know, but at the time if it was just probably frustrated, like Earl, this little motherfucker is just pissing me off. Like he won't sit and listen in his classrooms. His teachers are always calling me when I'm at work. Like he's he's just running around. Like, he's just doing too much. He's doing too yeah. fucking much. I was I was definitely a problem child. Yeah, I didn't um, like our, our parents never liked whooped us or anything mm-hmm. um but like that's nice <laughs> i probably nice. could have used it yeah. um but yeah you know but, but you grew up to be a nice person though yeah you know you just grew up to be like i said like good samaritan aside from just you know playing around with fish's lives but <laughs> you're just like you're just really really nice and you didn't have to get your ass whooped to get there yeah so that's nice yeah and i wouldn't necessarily like necessarily say that you know my parents were like you know about all about like the gentle parenting like my dad still would like scare the shit out of me if i did something but like shake you up a little bit you ever shake you no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) no it's just like uh, like i know when i piss my dad off Uh, like you know my mom is one thing you know her and i went at it but my dad Mm. nope no i'm not gonna fuck around with my dad um yeah yeah <laughs> so like i know like you don't have to get your ass beat to like you know <laughs> to respect right and obey but at the same time there are sometimes like i think about like with my kids and it's my work kids um because i don't have kids but like sometimes i'm just like nah they just need they just need to get popped oh you think so it is is bad because like i work with kids on the spectrum mm, i see so. <laughs> like i do behavioral yeah, therapy for kids with autism <laughs> and sometimes be- it needs to be physical therapy <laughs> Okay, but like for an example, like yeah. I had a kid one time who luckily it was with the eraser end, but he he took a pencil, stabbed me like right under right. my eye. Yeah, he told me. Earl, that kid needs to get his ass beat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you think that the ass whooping would would it would shock something in him? He'd be like, oh, that I can't do that anymore. I. You, you, what do you think? I think that it would have. We would have been at it for. <laughs> Being at it. We would have been at it. With the special needs child is crazy. I, I had one who... You don't want to be it, at it. No, you don't. <laughs> it was a home... So, like, when we were at the center, we had what we called a blue room. And it was, like, a padded room. Um, oh, wow. So, like, if they were um, really aggr- aggressive, they'd go in there and, they, they, you know, they would just beat on the walls or right. whatever. They weren't beating on us. Um <laughs> You no, you have no like when I first started. I mean, I there are days where I came home and I looked like I was in a brawl. Like oh. I think I still have like some scars. Wow, um, man, the that patience. Were from, of, yeah, 
That's beautiful. That, yeah. that patience that you have to work on. Ooh, yeah. Every yeah. Day. Well, it's funny because people say like, oh, you must be really patient. I'm not. I'm right. super impatient. But when it comes to like kids, I'm patient. I just that. And that's probably why I'm impatient because all my patience goes to the kids. Mm. So when it comes to adults and things out and, you know, I just look at the adults the same way. Because I look at them, you know, there's always, of course, that second where you're just like, man, fuck you. Yeah. But I like to redefine fuck you. Because when I say fuck you, it's just like, you're really frustrating me right now. And what you're doing is not conducive to an awesome lifestyle for the rest <laughs> of us. But I care for you and I wish the best for you. Because the best for you is the best for all of us. Yeah. I mean, I'm not wishing ill upon them. But like yeah. at this age, like you should be able to do better. I know. But the thing is, it's like, that's not how it goes. Because, it's not. Because they were, they were just a child. And they just kept having birthdays. They just kept breathing mm-hmm. and eating food and sleeping. And they just didn't learn whatever lessons they so were like, supposed to. So, like, I'm sure it would be harder. But don't you think that there's just one day, just one day where, like, they'd wake up and be like, you know what? I'm too old for this. Like, this can't Sometimes be, that happens. That needs to happen. And, you know, and sometimes it just happens in certain aspects of their lives. And you wish that it was in other aspects, mm-hmm. too. But it's just not. You know, some people grow up and they're wildly sophisticated and matured in certain things about their life mm-hmm. and they just they're just on top of it yeah but you always have to think as i said before it's very very hard to cover all aspects of life right. at the same time so you have to just think if you're really 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 good at this what are you really bad at yeah right so that just sort of happens and those people are really really great at things and they've worked super duper hard their whole life they were really studious mm-hmm. and they were career driven and wanted to become something and they got the you know the money and some maybe some notoriety in their immediate community for whatever reason and they have a nice house and nice car and it's, they're secure you know all this sort of stuff but they're just sad as fuck mm-hmm. because they just haven't really taken time to deal with some inner demons that they have, you know what I mean? And that's just part of their maturity where that it just never, they just have some arrested development in this, yeah. in this part of their life. And that just happens. That happens for a lot of people. I was having yeah. that conversation with someone about like super hot people like that spend their time trying to be as, as sexy as possible. You know, I'm like, there are plenty of very beautiful and sexy, intelligent, super impressive in a lot of ways people. Mm-hmm. And then there are a lot of people that are not that. Mm-hmm. And it, you just wonder sometimes, like, if you take so much of your time doing this thing, like, what are you not doing? When was the last book you read? Yeah. What was the last this you did? Like, what how was last- is that enough for you? Yeah, you know, and then you start to realize the things where they, you know, sort of lack. Which is why when you come across someone that's, I mean, if you're... Any person of any real sort of standards for people, you see someone that you find very highly physically attractive and then you start talking to them and shit starts going south. (laughs) It really doesn't take that long for them to not be nearly as attractive as they once were Mm -hmm. before they uttered words. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel like it's such a problem. Um, 
I just feel like so many people, it's kind of when I was talking to somebody about this the other day, um, as far as like me and like my dating life, it's just that I find so many people just so boring. Damn. Yeah, no, people are just. Tell me about the, let me, can I take one more bathroom break and we're going to come right back to this? We're going to finish this up and like, and like, no, matter of fact, I can hold it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we gonna, I just want to listen to this and then we can wrap this up. Tell me about the people being boring to you. What is, what is happening? Okay, so I. Just like not. What's the usual setting of a date? Let's start with that. I mean, doesn't matter to be boring wherever we are. Um, Well, well, the thing is, I was going to say maybe sometimes other stimuli like sort of help it out a bit. Like I would say, like you know, like I always like a first date, you know, just like drinks or like food and something, because then I can like talk to you. I don't like to go like bowling first because I can't have like a good conversation Mm. with you. Um, but okay. For an example, um, there was somebody who I was hanging out with just for like a short while when I first moved to Richmond. Um, he was very nice. Um, what, uh, okay, I'm trying to figure out, like, I mean, it's funny to ask, like, what is the bland aspect, but the bland, that may just be the aspect, like, everything just seems dialed down, like, he's yeah, not funny, I, no, doesn't, no. is not a good storyteller, doesn't speak it's about like, things passionately. You know, we could have, you know, we could have conversation, and, like, it would be, it would be, it would be a conversation, it would, <laughs> you would say words, and then he would say words, <laughs> and you guys would keep doing that until you guys... It's left like he wasn't hard to talk to. Okay. Um, we could have conversation. Okay. Um, but it's like, like, like fluid. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, easy to talk to. Um, and I don't have like a big personality. I don't walk in a room and I'm really loud, but like I can be goofy. You For know, sure. I think at times like I'm funny. I, I, I have so. like a personality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> oh, I have this, like a personality, you know, like I'm here. This person just didn't. And I remember talking to one of my friends and her now husband, when they first started um, dating, was just very quiet. You know, she's kind of saying when like she's funny, um, she's not like super loud, um, but just maybe a little bit more personality than him. He's very quiet. And she's like, JP, you just don't want to like. You know, don't underestimate the quiet guys because, you know, maybe one day like he'll be comfortable enough and bring that out. And I'm like, I understand that that works for you. And that's great. But that's not me because I'm not going to sit around for six months. You don't want to wait to see if it's there. Right. Yeah. Because then, yeah, that's just a waste of time. Because then if it's not like, oh, you want me to wait another six months? No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Right. And I knew that this one was just too boring because when I feel like I have to compress my personality and who I am so that I'm not like just doing too like, much. Wow. You feel like you were like maybe overloading him with your theatrics. Cause you, I don't even think I'm like that theatrical. I know. Right. And I feel like, for, yeah, from like what you would like know of me, I just feel like I'm like compressing that a little wow. bit more. And I'm like, that. I, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I know wow. what I'm looking for in person, and I'm that's just not it. I'm not settling. I would rather be single than to yeah. be with somebody who I just find too fucking boring. Yeah, and that's the problem these days. You don't that I do just that. yeah, no, I'm not doing you don't that. Want to do that. Um, I just think that people are just really boring, and so um, why do you think that is? Why do you think you? I think that a lot of t- I, I think a lot of times the ones who seem to be real who are physically attractive. I mean, maybe they just have relied on their looks too much. Oh, so you, I don't know, and they just um, right. So you're going after a lot of good looking people. 
Yeah. Not even that, because they're boring. <laughs> well, I'm just, no, I'm just saying. Like, I'm, when, when I wouldn't say I'm going after good. I mean, I'm going after people who I find attractive. Right, um, right, right. But okay, so like you know that I've done like the online dating and stuff. So yeah. it's like if I come across a profile that is just like their height, I'm not swiping because <laughs> you're relying on your looks there. Oh, um, saying, yeah. The best ones are when like in their bio somewhere they say something about like a, has to do with like a sense of humor, whether it's you know they're looking for somebody with one or like they're known as the funny friend. Mm. And then I talk to them and I'm like, where'd that go? Because right. it's not here. You're not right. it. You're not funny. This is right. this is not it. Um, mm. So I think that people are just like relying. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe the world is just full of just really dull people. Damn. I don't know. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too. It's rough. So. <sighs> Well, this has been very fun. I'm th- been a good I, one. I, I, yeah, I'm really happy that you came by to do this, and um, I guess I I'll be you seeing know I'm you. Always happy to hop on. Yeah, so I'll be seeing you soon after you. You know, you're in the midst of this globe trotting that you're doing <laughs> uh, in like a couple weeks. Right? Yeah, I think next it's. Week, I think it's next weeks. next week because next week is the fourth, right? Already. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, Five. I know. Okay. Yeah, so I'll be back. Um, I'll probably come up this way like Thursday. Be like a week or something. Okay. Yeah. So I'll see you again. We'll do something. Cool. All right. Well, I believe this has been episode 172. That's crazy. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's really getting up there. I appreciate that. Thank you for everybody listening. Peace.